four, three, two, one, and we're live. So what am I not supposed to say? Huh? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, cunt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's our. That's basically yeah? that's the title. The title of the show that we've 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 uh, uh, omitted from the print. <laughs> Yes. Listings mm. is, uh, yeah, the show is actually called Don't Say Cunt uh, with Paul <laughs> and Dave. Because this is the one place where you're not going to hear the word cunt. Yeah. It's our kind of a promise that show. for 45 oh. minutes, there'll be 45 minutes because, uh, as we understand it, Americans don't like the word cunt. Some Americans. Yeah. It's getting number. That's what, well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. We can, well, it used to be a lot worse. until that day. There was a, there's an, a bunch of women that were trying to take it back. Who was, was that the, the guys we fucked girls? Maybe. I think it was. They were trying to take it back. They're trying to like you know take own back it. cunt yeah. take back the word. Well, I think oh, I'm yeah. I'm very dead inside my head. What's the matter, Dave? You know, Dave's, having headset, yeah. Dave's having Did a stroke. Dave's having a stroke. Die? Oh, it might yeah. it might have disconnected. Yeah, this, this is fun for the YouTube Jamie. Audience. I'll hook it up. You, You're okay. Am you I plugged in? There's a little bit of an issue. I feel with like it. I feel like there's a pressure differential. Oh, that's that a better? weird feeling. No, you only have one ear on too. Oh, you have both of them on. Now. <laughs> I got them on. Yeah, I took it off because I couldn't hear anything. Check, 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 check. One, check. two, three, four, five. Nothing. That's, that's, that's me. A little, a little. No, that's Paul. Apparently, that's me. I think. Check, check, check. That's check, me. Check. That's me. I can there hear now. Go. Okay. There you we turn go. Turn me down just Somebody, a little bit. Somebody's in here. Gremlins. Goddamn gremlins. That's perfect. Thank you. with the fucking sound. We're not here. Which one was me? I'm gonna just adjust. And that's our show. This one. There you go. Hello, one, one, Dave one, one, one. Foley. One, 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 one. I hear there you, Dave. Go. There we go. There we go. That's good. So I always right. hear Dave. So yeah. why, why did you guys choose that as your podcast title? Well, we're Canadians, ah. and uh, "cunt" is not not uh, nearly as bad in Canada as, really? as it is as in a the swear word. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. It. I don't know what they need to put out some sort of a periodic table of the atomic weight of swear words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, cunt would be quite quite heavy, but, but heavier on the American version. Yeah, but here uh, in America, cunt actually just would drop through the crust of the earth. Yeah, and, it's too heavy, and just tunnel yeah. right down to the core. You'll go through the other side. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I guess we just found that. Patently ridiculous. Well, we <laughs> we like, um, you know, we we grew up. I grew up hearing the word a lot from my my dad. What is, your, what's, what is your dad like? Well, he's not like much anymore. He's dead. Thanks. No, Sorry, he, died, dude. he died in seventy nine. Sorry, dude. He died in seventy nine. It's okay. Um, but uh, no, as I always but say, when he was mad, there, there are was, no better parents than dead parents. <laughs> Yeah, they can't fuck you up anymore. Yeah, that's right. But my dad uh, was a real, really fond of that word. And, was he uh, English? Is no, he but full Canadian. He's full Canadian, but being Canadian is kind of like being right. English a little bit. You guys bit. have English people in your money still. Yeah, right? yes. And we get all the English movies, all mm. the English TV shows. We 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 uh, pledge allegiance to the Queen in school. You know, when yeah. I was yeah. a kid. still is that yeah. still going on? Yeah. Possibly, yeah. And in our sleep. So yeah. many good things about Canada, yet so many preposterous things. Yes. It's true. It's the fact. Well, the fact that a monarchy still exists at all is preposterous. Yeah. Canada is great on paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, the monarchy, even itself, has has become Kardashianified. Well, yeah. Right. Like, well, I, but didn't they? Weren't they always? I guess I mean, they were. I mean, like what, during how the else Prince did Die they, days and yeah. yeah, or even just back to Henry the Eighth. I mean, sure. did, what what. Maintained the the monarchy, other than the fact that people wanted celebrities, and those right. the only celebrities they had, and right? The, and and the priests, and yeah. I think Henry VIII also had ass implants. If I'm yeah. incorrect, <laughs> yes, right? he did. Mm. Is that true? Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. I heard. Mm-hmm. Progressive. <laughs> yep. It's ahead of his time. Yeah, that that is an interesting thing. It's like the Prince Charles Lady Die saga was essentially one of our first reality things to enjoy. Yeah. Yes, that was madness yeah. when it happened. It was so huge. And then someone said, well, what if we just make housewives in Orange County royalty? Mm. Mm. And, uh, and you don't have to pay them as much as the king and queen. And you can cancel them. Yeah. Those shows are wonderful. I've never seen an episode of any of them. They're fascinating. The Beverly yeah. Hills one is there's well, there's different versions of them, right? And different like, versions, you get to see the geographical creepiness of like Atlanta yeah. is its own thing. Yeah, Atlanta's not a bad one. The worst one was Jersey. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fucking savage people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's they my are. ancestors. Those fucking savage monkey folk right. that is, live. Yeah. in... <laughs> isn't the worst anything the, the Jersey drink. version? <laughs> the worst of yeah. anything. The yeah. worst. The worst penicillin is mm. the Jersey penicillin. You know. See, Side Jersey was terrible, mm. by the way. No, nah, that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the Beverly Hills one. It's a, a, the, all of them were fascinating. It was to take people, force them into these situations where they're going to have these artificial disputes. What well, was crazy to me is watching people succumb to the pressure of all of that attention when mm-hmm. they've never experienced it before. And then you're going to just thrust them into this massively popular. You know, yeah. for lack of a better word, cunt fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? See? Well, if you take, you take yes. fame <laughs> yeah, and you divorce it of any supporting, sort of supporting under, you know, talent. Structure, yeah. yeah. Talent. Or that nothing, supports no fame. offering even. Something yeah. to offer. Yeah, nothing yes. to offer. No yeah. offering. There's no, yeah. no painting, no sculpting, no, yeah. no singing. They, they only yeah. take. Yes. They don't give. Because fame will destroy. If you're a brilliant artist, fame will destroy you. Yes. yes. But if, if there's nothing underneath the fame, it's, there's, there's nothing to hold it up. Well, I remember watching Kelsey Grammer's wife. Right. I had met her before. She seemed like a very nice lady. Camille. Yeah, Camille. And then she, uh, I forgot her name. Thank you. Well, I, just I didn't want to just have, I wanted, I wanted him, to give him owner. He yeah. is a huge Camille fan. I'm giant. Oh. I, I have a tattoo. I was going to say, do you have a tattoo? <laughs> but she decided to play the heel. And uh, the pre- it was so obvious that the pressure was just overwhelming the hatred that was coming her way. Mm-hmm. You know, she had decided she was going to be the boss bitch on the show and just let everybody know, you know, this is how it is. And I'm, I'm here to run things. And yeah. just the swamp of evil yeah. that came her way. And then yeah. she's like, ah, quit, done, fuck this yeah. show. And she, she bailed out of it. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, did, you're did, re- she, did she even choose that role, or, did, or was it like a producer that said, "Here's your angle"? Well, according to Kelsey, he told her, "Like, hey, okay, this is what you've always wanted here, like, because that's like what led to their divorce, or what was happening during yeah. them, them getting divorced." You know, he yeah. essentially said, "You know, this is what you've always wanted." Like, See you know, you like, don't think you understand this. So, <laughs> right. good, good luck with it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she she just kind of vanished afterwards she's like fuck all this which yeah. is wise on her part she she yeah. she recognized what it is but they're like those those people that are on it like i know some people who know some folks that are on that show yeah and it's they just go crazy they start to popping pills and losing yeah. their mind they're in therapy yeah. every day and it's just madness yeah the it, desire for fame with nothing more to it than other than a desire to be famous, yeah, can only drive you insane. Yeah, yeah I think fame, fame as a as an emergent property of doing something, right? 
is bearable. Stra- but it's a, strange. A but yeah. so strange yeah. and so difficult to truly manage. Yeah, but you can at least say I don't define myself by the fame. I define right. myself by the work that yeah. created the fame. Yes, right. yes. Whereas if there's no work underneath it, it's you know it, you only exist. In so much as people are aware of you. You exist in those moments when you walk into a room and everyone's staring at you. Yeah. Right. That's what you look for. And that's, that's it. it. And that's, yeah. I have that anyway because of my body. <laughs> so I guess it's I know true. what real famous is like. Yeah. And, you're, and the horrible allergy you have to pants. That's true. I can't wear pants and yeah. every time I walk in a room. Well, I always say like that, that, uh, that fame is a property of, of the beholder, not the beheld. Mm. And that, that fame only exists so long as somebody in the room knows who you are. Right, And right, the minute you're right. in a room where no one knows you, your fame evaporates. That is one of the weirdest interrogations I've ever gotten is when people go, who, why do these people know you? <laughs> yeah. What oh, do you yeah. do? Who are you? Who yeah. are you? Should, <laughs> should I, I know you? Should I take a photo with you? Yeah. The weird There's thing somebody, is, but I don't know who. The weird thing is they're almost offended that other people know you and they <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah. Like, why are you playing a game with me? <laughs> why are you why why don't I know you? They get yeah. angry. Yeah. Well the also there's the other thing about fame is that people feel like they could just start talking to you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just you can sit next to you. I know, yeah. Oh yeah, you could be in the middle of an intense conversation with the yeah. your favorite person on the planet. They yeah. don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. No. Well, I had a guy they know up, you. They, you've I, been in their house, I in their a, living room. I had a guy come to me in the street and just go, hey, Dave, how you doing? And I thought, oh, I must know him. So I said, oh, I'm good. How are you doing, man? And his next line was, uh, you don't even know me, you fucking phony. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> like, that was wow. me. That was you? Uh, oh, I, yeah. I wish I was better at faces. Was this in Canada? This was in downtown L.A. Really? That's amazing. You don't even know me, you fucking phony. I'm just trying to be nice, sir. <laughs> yeah. was, was he a drunk? No. Nope. He was, wow. was a guy who just, uh, oh, I'm going to go pretend I know him. Just watch this. Wow. Was that it's the like, end of the conversation? Yeah, that was basically it. Wow. Yeah. What a rude person. That's yeah. a terrible conversation. But yeah. it's like probably yeah. a guy who auditioned for news radio in 96 and just never gotten over it. <laughs> yeah. That fucking cunt. Fucking yeah. He's the one. I'm He's let him the have one. <laughs> I was on my way to stardom. Yeah. And to be fair, it was me. <laughs> yeah, you tripped him up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you still doing that show with uh, Dr. Ken? No, uh, we stopped when they canceled it. Oh, uh, that's always a good move. Yeah, not right away. It's several months in. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you kept doing the show after it was canceled. Yeah, right? we didn't. We was didn't, it called yeah. the Doctors? Is that what it's called? It was, no, the doc, No, no, that that's was the other uh, one. That's, that's a real uh, one. Doctor really, Oz, right? Yeah. I can't remember what was the name of it again. I mean, we can still call Doctor Oz a real doctor, right? Uh, I don't uh, think so. Is, is he no. as far gone as Drew? Once you've been pushed in front of Congress, <laughs> yeah, and they question you on your weight loss claims. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had he's some crazy that your show that had a crazy title or something, wasn't it? Doctor Ken. That was it. Doctor Ken. Yeah, he just did a Netflix special. <laughs> he did. He's he's yeah. out back doing stand up. Yeah, he's one of the sweetest guys on the planet Earth. He is a nice man. Very yeah. very nice guy. Yeah. And he's uh, yeah, got a lovely family. Yeah. Yeah. Super good guy. Um, are you uh, still doing the acting thing? Are you enjoying it? Uh, off and on. Yeah. Uh, you know, enjoying is yeah. a difficult concept. Well, you always, that's that was the take <laughs> I had on it with you back in 94. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a better job than most. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. You know, so I like that. And I like, you know, it's, you know, it's like when you're doing something you like, there's a certain satisfaction. But yeah. even then, even like when we were doing news radio, you don't get to enjoy it because you're you're so focused on whatever the flaws are while right. you're making it. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, you get to enjoy it during the rap party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or or twenty years later. Right. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, I, I um, occasionally someone will send me a clip online, and it's just it's so strange to watch. It's so strange when you're watching yourself from 20 plus years ago say something you don't remember saying. Yeah, and then you watch like, wow, I don't even remember that episode at all. Yeah, I, mean, I don't remember most. I don't. I never watched. I think I only watched about six episodes. Wow. Of news radio. Yeah. And I loved the show, but. But you knew I it. didn't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you were there. Yeah. You were there when it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if I watch, all I'd be doing is nitpicking the editing. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a strange thing to look back when you go back, you know, twenty plus years and and th- think of all the all the scenes, all the writing, all the work, and now yeah. it's just sort of now. Well, that's the other thing that we never anticipated that it would be floating around the internet. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, YouTube but, clips. Yeah. Nothing goes away. News now. radio is floating way out in the periphery of the internet. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's you still get shows like drawn in sometimes. Yeah. But shows like like uh, like Friends, like the fact you know you have young kids. Mm-hmm. Like my daughter's uh, fifteen. She's watched every episode of Friends at least twice. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, like, ten, and, that's ten years of shows. And it's not just mm. her; it's every fifteen-year-old in the country. Yeah, has one, and it's like that that. You know, is coming back and is significant to these kids now. Well, what's fascinating is I don't think those shows are being made anymore. No, not the not like no. that. No, I mean, there's the Chuck Lorre type shows that I watch and I go, I'm missing a gene. Yeah, why? <laughs> why, like is everyone, some, yeah. why is everyone laughing so yeah. hard? Have yeah. you ever seen those without the laugh track? No. I can imagine what they, that must be like. They've taken some of those oh, shows. I like Big Bang Theory. And, yeah. I would yeah. like to see that. Yeah. They've removed the laugh track and you watch it with just the actor saying the words. And it's like... Is anything funny ever happen on it? Well, it's just... It's strange. It's like you're watching... Um, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's like yeah. It's, it's illogical. Yeah. And that, 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 that place people get in their heads where they just go, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, news radio... If we did a scene and it didn't get a laugh, we rewrote the whole scene. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like in, with the audience there. Well, yeah. I think the term good yeah. enough is perfect for comedy. Yeah. Yeah, it's good enough. People are kind of chuckling. Well, it's okay. the, you, you, once you get a certain number of characters that you can get to interact with each other in predictable ways on those shows, yeah. then they just sort of have them have these little scenes and mm-hmm. have different inflections and different stumbles and and they make a show out of it and for the audience right. I think it just becomes comfort yeah. yes the familiarity they I love d- it i maintain that's what drove charlie sheen crazy mm-hmm. was doing that goddamn show yeah he did it for a long time did it for a long time i think that's what drove him to the edge i thought i think he was always crazy yeah but i think when you do a show that you don't enjoy doing or that you don't look the guy was in fucking platoon yeah right yeah i mean he was in some amazing and to be films. fair he wasn't very funny in that no, no, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. He was really kind of a bummer. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. They should have yeah. taken that as a warning. Yeah, they should take that comedy I mean, label off that. That should stop ending up on all those comedy he was lists. In <laughs> Wall Street. I mean, he was in some giant, yeah, he had a good run, yeah, excellent movies. movies, and then he's on this show that doesn't really make yeah. sense. Right? Yeah, and he's really talented. Yeah, like he's a really, really talented actor. Yeah, yeah. you know, and really funny as yeah. an actor. Yeah. Like great, like, amazing like, timing. Uh, what was the uh, like the. Uh, the Zucker Brothers franchise, uh, Hot Shots. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's really <laughs> right. about those. He's Hot Shots. He was funny those. in Hot yeah. Shots. Yeah. Yeah. Those, they don't make those kind of movies anymore. Like Nobody airplane. does jokes anymore. No. It right. doesn't seem. No. Well, it yeah. can't do jokes. Effort is frowned upon. Right. I think. You have to you know. be lazy with your Well, comedy. comedy movies are, you know, there's still comedy movies, right? There's like... The Judd Apatow type films, and you know, they're still they still make comedy movies. 
Yep. But there's it seems like there's not as many anymore. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't go out as much. There's a little bit of that too. Yeah. But it's also like the subject matter so dangerous now. Like everything that used to be funny. We I watched Ace Ventura, Pet Detective with my kids, yeah. mm-hmm. and I did not remember how transphobic that movie is. Like the whole movie is one gigantic yeah. trans Tran- joke. Trans yeah. joke. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> at the I end of it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. Dude, yes. at the end of it, I'm like, whoa, I forgot. This is crazy. Like the men, when they find out she's a girl, they're throwing up. And or, yeah, or that right. that she's a boy rather. They're Wasn't throwing the brushing up. teeth. And yes. they, yeah, they're scrubbing scene, their right? mouth out. Everyone's yeah. vomiting. <laughs> you, know, yeah. like, that, you would be skewered if you skewered. did that today. You'd be finished. Yeah, yeah. would be done. And they stole that whole joke from the Crying Game. Oh, that's yeah. true. Which is one of the, the funniest game. movies I've ever Wait seen. Wait a minute, which yeah. one came first? Uh, I don't know anymore. Imagine if the tri- think- Crying Game did a serious version of Ace Ventura. <laughs> they're like, I have an idea. <laughs> Uh, I forgot about wow. the crying game. The whole ass yeah. talking scene would be totally different. Mm, yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I, I remember watching the crying game going, uh, and I heard there was this big twist, big surprise twist. Go, and That's I a guy. Going, oh, I bet. I bet what happens is that the the, the the transvestite turns out to be an IRA spy because <laughs> <laughs> you were already two yeah. steps ahead. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how long you guys been doing this podcast? This how long since just before Christmas? Yeah, I guess. just not not that December. long. Not yeah, that long. yeah, probably. We've time known to wrap each it other. Up. We've known each other a long. <laughs> Thirty time. years. I guess. What motivated it? Our wives. Did yeah. you say get the fuck out of here? Yeah, mostly, they wanted yeah, us yeah. out of the house, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> That's it was. Yeah, they, they said, so can what? you go do something? Do something. Somewhere else? And uh, and they're actually in, on the podcast with us. Like uh, Chrissy, my wife produces it. And you know, puts it all together. Jackie Harris, Jackie Greenberg, Harris, my wife, and super hard to fire her. It is. Oh, well, no. we're the ones who'll get fired. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Well, she fired me once. So that's uh, true. As for ten husband. years, right? Oh. Yeah, for ten. Yeah, I don't feel. Yeah, but Chrissy and I were we separated for ten years. Well, you well. Uh, well, actually, last time I saw you was well during that separation. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you got back together. We with got her. back together. Well, that's nice. About two She's years cool. ago. Yeah, Chrissy's great. I remember running into her at a, a Satan thing. That satanic oh, fucking thing, right? Yeah, D- Duncan Trussell, my good friend, was performing at uh, is it Stanton Levay's grandson or something like Anton Levay's grandson? Yeah, grandson. And uh, they they were getting married at this fucking <laughs> crazy theater, and your wife was dressed as like a devil or some shit. Yeah, some sort of goth. She, she was like dancing there, and God. I'm like, oh hi, how yeah. are you? What are you doing here? Like, like you're a normal person. <laughs> Why are you here? Yeah. But uh, that the, there's a picture of me with uh, Anton Levey that uh, knuckleheads to this day use as evidence that I'm a Satan Satan worshiper. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Yes. You're merely an associate. Yeah, um, you are. A, you are a Satan associate. I'm Satan adjacent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what they say now. Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's fanboy. Yeah. I love that. Uh. That, comes, <laughs> that that's something people just still worry about. The oh, picture. I'm, I'm a Satan fanboy. <laughs> there you are. Oh my God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's me and a. Uh, I think that's uh, Hank Williams the third shirt that I'm wearing there. Well, yeah. it's hard Which to tell. It? That's the thing. People, the fact that people still worry about Satan is just. I mean, you want to just say, calm down. He's not a problem because he doesn't exist just like your God. Oh, they how both, dare you? There's people listening right now that just took their earphones off and threw them across the room. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to have to get could, new earphones. I could hear cunt for 30 times. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. say God's not <laughs> They really prefer cunt to that. Shit. Yeah. Son you can say cunt bitch. as much as you want, just never yeah. that. You know, whether or not God exists is a fascinating point of discussion. But what's interesting is, is there's agreement 
that people uh, say when they decide that God exists, and you decide that God exists, and I decide that God exists. So we both have agreed that there's this weird mm-hmm. thing that makes no sense that we're on board with. So I know where you stand on a lot of issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I probably know where you stand on abortion. I probably know where you stand on guns. I probably know where you stand on climate change. It's like mm-hmm. it gets, it's a weird little thing that you do when you say that you yeah. know when you say well I'm you know That's I'm a God fearing Christian oh well, me yeah. too oh, okay right. now I can predict you better it's like and right. I see where it's, it's, it's like you're all, you're all wearing the same Dakota ring yes right. yes yeah well that is what a lot of it is a lot of it is pe- whether or not you believe in God or not it's the saying that God's real and the worshiping God and the talking about God is just letting everybody know that they can predict you. Yeah. They, know, they know where you come. Like uh, if you're a gentleman, if you're a gentleman, you're wearing a tie with a nice suit on and a pair of pants. I can fairly likely predict that you're going to be reasonably behaved. Yeah. You're a gentleman. Yeah. You know, if you're a Christian, if you're a, a person who calls himself a Christian and, you know, well, we go to the Bible, we go to church every Sunday and uh, I like to read the Bible and That's I am true. a Christian. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. automatically go, oh, okay, I kind of know where you're yeah. coming from. Oh. I can I can see where you are. And now I like that you can predict me because you'll like me better. Right. So we don't I'll have to talk reinf- about it. You yeah. just know already. Yeah, I'll yeah. reinforce mm. those, those patterns in your head. And yeah. I'll say some things that I, I've re- repeated things that I've heard other people say about God and Jesus. and mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a nice way to kill time. <laughs> it's not a bad way. <laughs> you know, believing in God and going to church and yeah. stuff. It's a great way. You kill time yeah. and, you know, until death nullifies all meaning. Well, I think the community <laughs> thing of it is a good thing. Yeah. I think there's, there's, some, there's some really powerful, like, bonding experiences that people have when they agree to be humble together. Yeah. yeah. You, you're describing curling. <laughs> curling, curling, another great, Canadian, another great Canadian. Thing. That's a sport. Look, if Those you are, the, there's two, you, you two sea words in Canada. Yeah, are very popular. Country curling. Yeah, that's right. And there's no way you, curling is one of the top TV yeah, shows. You I cannot think. rise to the tops of curling without humbling yourself. Because right. you humble yourself the minute you say, "I'm going to go curling." Right. When you pick up that brush yeah. with a big smile on your face, yeah. <laughs> decide to sweep ice. Yeah, I've I'm, tried curling, man. It's not easy. No, it's hard. Which I'm, still doesn't make it a sport. I made fun of it in Newfoundland, <laughs> and they fucking got so mad at me. Oh yeah, the, don't make the, fun of curling, man. The arena, the theater where I was at, like had these uh, pictures of curlers on the wall. And I just could not stop shitting on them. Yeah, they, Did you get booed. They were like, hey, <laughs> hey. Oh. hey, they were legitimately upset. I'm like, it is a preposterous yeah. endeavor. Yeah, you know it, and I. Know it. You're sliding a rock on the ice. Yeah. yeah, it used to be a reason to drink. That's what curling was, where everybody would yeah. get together it still and get is. wasted, yeah. and you don't fall very far on the ice because you're already squatting. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the other people are leaning against brooms. That's right. You got a broom to lean against. It's great for yeah. drinking. It's also like when you fall on ice, it's almost always funny. Always. Mm. Yeah. It's never. Yeah. No one's. No one kind of like catches himself. No. Yeah. You don't like gently fall. Like and you then could trip. trying to get up is good too. No, this, you don't fall elegantly on ice. Right. No. You could even go if, hiking and slip a little and catch yourself. Yeah. Right. But even like when you're watching the NHL and you'll see players that will just fall down. Yeah. <laughs> like just for it, no reason. It's hilarious. These are the best gators in the yeah. world and they're just going to fall down. That guy just fell down. on his ass. He's a professional athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. I if I ran ahead with a with a Volkswagen, I couldn't knock him over. Yeah. Right. But, but he just fell. How yeah. long has curling been around? Hundreds oh, and hundreds. It's a Scottish sport. It's a Scottish sport where they used to use actual rocks they'd find in fields. Yeah, you know? and played on frozen lakes. Frozen lakes. Because that's uh, the only kind they have in Scotland. Yeah. Mm. Our frozen ones. And, and uh, how's yes. that Loch Ness monster getting around? There's a lot of... <laughs> He's a wonderful curler. <laughs> David, are you Scottish, I believe? I'm from... Yeah, I've got, yes. I got the I My got wife the is also Isles. part Scottish. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Scottish people in Canada. 
so you can see why curling would be popular. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Very, very Scottish country, Canada. It's strange. That's, why, that's why there's so many gourds and, and craigs Gord, and people eh? like that. Gord, Gord Johnson. Oh, Gordon. 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 Yeah. Oh, that's right. That would be words. a Scottish word, Scottish, right? Yeah. Gordon. 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 Yeah, and of course, because of Gordy Howe, everyone named their kids Gord. I went to school with a guy named Gregor. 60s. I mean, that was his first name. Gregor? Gregor. I know a guy named Gregor. Gregor Gillespie. Fights in the UFC. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's an animal. Different kind of Gregor. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, he's a savage. Can I just give one interesting UFC memory for me? Please. I watched the very first UFC one uh, with, I had a troop at the time, and we invited a Boy Scout troop. It wasn't. It was a comedy <laughs> yeah. troop. Yeah. Boys, but we dressed as <laughs> yeah. Boy Scouts. But we invited Neil Patrick Harris over. Who was twenty years old <laughs> at the time. He was in town. We just met him, and he came over. And soon as the sumo wrestler got his face kicked in and his spit a tooth out, I yeah. believe he was like, "I'm out of here. I got to get out." And we made him stay and watch the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> Good and, for you. And that's what yeah. made him gay. <laughs> well, that was thanks yeah. for ruining the story, Dave. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if it something, works like something that. Something happened. Yeah, maybe someone dropped him on his head. Yeah, I don't think he knows. He looked like he was all right as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> something went wrong, <clears throat> or right, mm-hmm. yeah. depending on if you're his boyfriend. Yeah, imagine. It depends if he's a good boyfriend. Really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, but I mean, if the boyfriend husband, is really a into husband, him, now. husband. Yeah, if that guy's yeah. really into him. But yeah. thank God you watched that fight that time. Yeah. God, thank God. <laughs> Otherwise, could have never found my your time with some chick. Who, mm-hmm. yep. who knows Making what babies and shit. Oh, God. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. So did you have to get remarried? Or did you just pretend we didn't, we, you never well, got divorced? Well, we never got... We, Chrissy and I never got around to getting divorced because oh, we're perfect. bad at paperwork. Beautiful. Yeah. So we were... Yeah, we, were, yeah, we, we separated. We, we actually filed for divorce once, but screwed up the paperwork for somehow. Mm. Is that and, true? Yeah. See, and I then not uh, It's yeah. interesting. And then, uh, and then we just never got around to it again. You just didn't fix it and refile no. it. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not good with organizing. So uh, <laughs> we just. So we were just separated for. You know, it's funny because Chrissy's time. very organized. She is. Yeah, it seems like maybe. maybe Same with Jackie. Jackie. Maybe she's organized. the one who wasn't willing to let go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, she was telling you something. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> she was Clearly. telling you something, Dave. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> And that's what that's what yeah that's what like all we the guys We used to go on vacation with them when they were divorced like divorced they would go as a together Yeah we did all our family we trips did, together They did all family trips for the whole 10 they weren't years. together Well the first was, 2 years we weren't that we didn't do much together No those are no yeah the dark years Yeah the dark years yeah. But then uh yeah then we yeah that's why we yeah we kept doing all of our family trips together we we go to Hawaii It's like they were still married All of us Yeah And so when we finally did get back together it was really just so it was mostly about the convenience of our friends. It was just like, you know, this is going to make everyone else's life easier. Really? Yeah, because they don't, you know. They do well, it. we didn't have to go to two houses. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Which I hated. That's so Canadian of you. Yeah. yeah. So polite. That's what a Canadian does. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't now, get divorced because the friends. Well, how, long, be how long have you been married now? Ten years. And you've and you, that's the only time you've ever been married. Thank right? God. Thank the baby Jesus. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, <laughs> praise praise Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Stunned that it's working. Yeah. It's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. If it works, it's great. Yeah. But I always tell people don't do it. It's too risky. Yeah. You could fifty percent of the people don't make it. Yeah. It's it's a it's not a yeah. good uh, good rate yeah. of success. Would you drive a car if you knew that fifty percent likely you would die in a crash? Right. Yeah. I mean, it was an institution that made sense when you were only going to live to be 40. 
<clears throat> so, well, it makes sense. There's some parts of it that make sense. The problem is that it's become a business, and it's become mm-hmm. a business for people to try to squeeze as like I'll never forget trying to talk Phil into getting divorced. Yeah. I go, just give her half. And he goes, it's not half. It's two-thirds. It's a scam. The fucking lawyers get a third. Yeah. You give away two-thirds. I mean, he was fucking freaking out about it. Yeah. And wow. it's true. And he could have lived nicely on wow. that third. He should have yeah. given her that uh, yeah. two-thirds. I don't think that, I mean, the word was that that's why she killed him, that he was leaving, that that was, he was finally leaving. Yeah. And then that's when she killed him. But <clears throat> when we were together with him, there was always days where he would come to the set and just be just in hell. Oh yeah, well, what, yeah, and he wouldn't. Well, there'd be this. He'd just be on the floor of the studio and like yeah. ranting, yeah, about about you know he, he, I'm living in my boat and yeah, he lived in his boat. Yeah. <coughs> it was rough, man. Really? Yeah, and then he would come back like a day later and it'd be I'm back together with my blushing bride. That's the exact quote. Yeah. And we, That's the exact and, quote. And we'd all just be going, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it was poor bastard. Yeah. Although none of – the weird thing in news there was not one good marriage on the show. Yeah. Like everyone was going through a terrible marriage at the time. Like, <coughs> I was proud that I was one person who wasn't on antidepressants. <laughs> Super psyched about that. I wasn't on any pills and I wasn't yeah. in therapy. But I, I probably needed it. <coughs> I think we all did. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I remember we started. I think it was the second season. We came back, and Steve Root had gotten divorced. Yeah, and he was the first one to get divorced. I mean, I think everyone figured it'd be me or Phil. Yeah, Mm -hmm. would get divorced first. Not Steven, and then Mora. (laughs) Right, but Steve. Yeah, we didn't know how bad it was for Steve. I guess it's hard out there. It's hard. It's hard to make it. Mm -hmm. Hard. Hard for people to stay together. Be nice to each other. Yeah. 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 It takes does they say it takes work, but it actually takes work. Yeah, it does take work. Well, you well, waited you wait until you were an adult too. Yeah, which is good. It's a good move. Yeah, yes. most people get married before they're adults. Yeah, I think you should wait until you know who the fuck you are. And still, I'm still guessing. Yeah, what? even to this day, I'm guessing who I am. Literally, my dad, almost on his deathbed, told me, "Don't do it. You can't get married until you're 30." Yeah, that's okay. a good move. It's and, a good dad. Uh, he, I didn't. I yeah. got married at 30, but. He was like, "Don't do it, yeah. don't do it before thirty, because you don't know who you are. You don't know what you what's going on." Well, mm-hmm. I've seen too many predatory marriages. I've seen women marry men they don't really like because they know the man has money, and I've seen, I've seen the opposite. It's just such a weird thing when you in, enter into contractual agreement about romance. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 not just I I love you, you love me. Let's let's have a celebration of our love and let's invite our friends over and tell everybody we've we've decided to engage each other in this very special commitment. But then you start bringing in lawyers. Yeah, right. And then it gets weird and then, you know, you have weird state by state laws where there's mm-hmm. common law marriages if you live with someone for yeah. 10 years and Yeah, that might have been where humanity went wrong was when the first guy said, "I'm going to be a lawyer." Like that was his decision. I'm looking around and I think, "Yeah, there's a lot of ugliness in the world." Yeah, when was the first lawyer? When was the first lawyer? Like, when was the? There's a yeah, series of laws, that? right? The first lawyers had to have been priests, right? I would guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the laws the Pharisees initially were were basically lawyers, right? What they is the Pharisees? Like the Jewish the Jewish priests. Oh, okay. Makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Probably yeah. a lot of my relatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like when did it become a thing? 
where it was you would go to law school and it was uh, a respectable occupation, mm-hmm. and it would be good to know a good lawyer. Yeah, and I think those things started out as not respectable, and the <coughs> people did them because they didn't have any other yeah. like choice. Yeah, and so then they realized, oh, they're making all the money, you know. <laughs> And then it became respectable. Yeah. Well, once they figured out there's all this legalese and loopholes in the system, there's ways to extract money. Yeah. You just got to be weasley about it. And like the, the and then they invent a whole language to exclude anyone else from understanding it. Yeah. Do you like, think they billed hourly back then still? Yeah. But then again, time hadn't been codified. So, oh, so you know, what did they bill by? An hour there? was basically decided <laughs> by community standards. You know. When was time codified? Uh, when the railroads came in. <laughs> is that true? Well, that's when that's when time zones were created. Time zones were created by the railroads. Really? So everybody yeah. was on a different no time kidding. zone until yeah. Then? Every town, every town set its own time. Like wow. like, like you could have you could drive you know you could drive from you know like uh, from Denver to Fort Collins and the two cities would be in completely different times. Wow! And how you sync up your watch with the town clock? Yeah, you have the yeah the clock in the main square, and that would your be the time. Watch. That's the time. But when they started having to schedule railroads. They realized, well, huh. all these towns, and then they started having huge competitions to invent uh, ways of synchronizing clocks between cities. And so, that, did they use a sundial to get the initial reading? Uh, I think it really was just as simple as we'll call this midnight, or we'll call this noon, you know, and then they just went from there. And the, none of the clocks were that accurate, so time would shift over time. So uh, it became that was like in. Like the 19th century was a, a huge move to try and find a way to synchronize clocks. And that drove, kind of drove a lot of the beginnings of technology. Do you remember when you were a kid, you would call a phone number to get the time? Always. Yeah. Yes. For sure. The exact time. The weather as well yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but the yeah. Time, time would give you. The time is exactly yeah. 4.59 yeah. and 35 seconds. Yeah. Well, and in Canada at uh, 1 o'clock every day, they had the national time <coughs> tone, right? Yeah, yeah. At the secession of the long beep, it, it will TV. be exactly 1 p.m. On radio and TV. Why yeah. 1 p.m.? I don't know why. Yeah. But hmm. that's when they would do it. At 1 p.m. every day, the CBC would, would broadcast a tone. Boop. And that like was that. the time for the whole country. Wow. I never would have guessed that time zones are created by the railroads. Yeah. But it totally makes sense. You can't have a schedule have, without yeah, everybody the on the same could, time, yeah. right? Because before that, nobody went anywhere. You know, Arizona still doesn't do daylight savings time. <laughs> They're like, fuck you. Yeah. That's stupid. They're allowed to do that? Yep. 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 Wow. If you drive from, like, if you drive from Nevada to Arizona, you're, you're, you miss an hour. Yeah, they aren't the only state. Isn't there another state that doesn't? I wonder. I think there's the only one I'm aware of. Hawaii doesn't. Hawaii? Hawaii Good for them. Well, yeah. They're wow. good for Hawaii them. Hawaii gets to do what they want. They're, They're an whatever. island. They yeah. s- we stole Hawaii. Yeah, that's right. That, mm-hmm. that island is theirs. Yeah. That's a, that's a fucking country that we occupy with hotels. You feel it yeah. when you're there. Yes. It's, it's got kind of, its own like feeling. The rest yeah. of it was given to us by God. Yes. <laughs> that's true. It's manifest destiny, correct? Yes. Yeah. The rest of it. Mm-hmm. But not Hawaii. No. Because that came, that's late. That was late in the game. <laughs> well, there's no single, co- like, there's no state where the people are so clearly, like, their ethnicity is so clearly defined. Yes. Like, they're Polynesian-looking. <laughs> yeah. Totally. They're, they're mean, completely they're, it's different not like culture. North Dakota or fucking Florida or some no. shit. It's, it's like they're They're not from thing. the European, yeah. the, you no. know, heritage. No. Yeah, there's, you know, there's an interesting debate going on about what is, na- 
California moves towards permanent daylight savings time. Yeah, yes! What? Yeah. It's not yeah. like when. Yeah, but we're just... Does that mean we yes. always, every day we get to get up an hour early? Yes, yeah. every day is <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Earlier and That's earlier awesome. and earlier. The I majority say- of Arizona is on permanent standard time, and the year-round daylight savings time is followed by Hawaii and the territories of the American Samoa. Oh, Guam. And minor yeah. outlying islands. Woof. Well, Boy. I say California, let's be really bold and go for permanent daylight. Mm. <laughs> like, like, in, like, a wa- like in Alaska. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 Just give up on night. Well, and then just everybody wants to kill themselves when it's nighttime there. <laughs> There's an interesting debate going on in Hawaii right now as to what is uh, an invasive species. Because so much of the wildlife in, in Hawaii was brought over. Yes. And so there's, there's some debate on certain islands where they want to eliminate the wild pigs because they say they're an invasive species. And then the people are saying, but well, hold on, because we kind of came after a lot of these wild pigs. Yeah. Like a lot of the wild pigs were dropped off by pirates. Like mm-hmm. pirates and, and people that were in boating, like that were traveling by boat across the world, they would drop off goats and pigs on various islands so they would have something to hunt when they would come back for food because they knew that this would be a stop along their route. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which yeah. is clever. It, it is clever. clever. It ruined a lot of islands, especially the goats. Yeah. It just destroyed a lot of islands. They just ate well, everything. And now there's, <clears throat> in Hawaii, there's a lot of mongoose. Mm. Oh, Really? Yeah, they brought mongoose in at some point. I forget what it was. It was to control the rabbit population that was brought, or the rats. I think it was to control the oh. rats that came in from again from shipping. And then the mongoose probably started. And eating now the mongoose else. are just all over the place. Yeah, mongoose. Yeah, oh, weird I was, animal I was on an Alaska holiday, and I made a joke about you know I'm looking for beavers because I didn't think there were beavers in Alaska because it's too cold. They said no. The last ten years we've got tons of beavers here because of global warming. Really? Beavers everywhere. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. moving? Wow. Yeah. Beavers are migrating north? Yep. Alaska is a fascinating place. If you I've go there in the been. summer, you go there in the summer, you have never seen more aggressive mosquitoes. It's like they yeah. know they Evil. only have two months to live. And yeah. so you get out of your car, they swarm you like a cloud. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like it in my life. You would think tropical weather, that's where the mosquitoes are. Yeah. No, Alaska. Yeah. They're fucking ferocious and they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, I've never. I'm actually going to go there yeah. in November. I think. Oh yeah, what are you doing? Doing the doing touring with uh, Who's Live Anyway. It's like an improv tour. Doing so that. Who's Live Anyway, like so a takeoff of Whose Line yeah. is it anyway? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's oh. like Greg Proops and Jeff Davis oh, from I love that Greg. show. And uh, yeah, so Greg and Jeff and Joel Murray. Oh, okay, cool. And me, I guess. Joel Murray's Bill Murray's brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a rotating. Uh, so those three guys are the core, and then there's a uh, Ryan Styles, myself, Drew Carey, and uh, and Chip Eston sort of rotate through. And oh, nice legs of the tour. Drew Carey might be the nicest person that's ever lived. I don't know him well. He might be the nicest guy ever. Yeah, he's he fucking. Put, he put so us out nice. of work. Did he? Yeah, I remember it was the Drew Carey show that finally got news radio canceled. Really? No, I thought not it was so nice now, murdered. huh? Nope. No, we oh. remember we did a whole <laughs> year was, after that. Yeah, but I think that was what it was. I don't think they wanted to do it anymore after that. Yeah, but I, I think our ratings, our ratings tanked when we when they put us up against Drew Carey. Our ratings were always shit. Yeah. That's the most amazing thing is that the ratings were really great once we got canceled, and then it was on TV, like uh, like they would show the reruns, and people go, oh, this is a funny show. Yeah, they, do, they found yeah. it. It's true. I remember <laughs> Lou Morton, uh, one of our writers, showing up at the... He'd show up at the Reed table table with a different number on his shirt every week when we were in the real shitter, when we were falling apart. Yeah. Yeah, The the lowest. Number 98 out of 100 shows. Yeah. 88 was one day. (laughs) No bullshit. We were number eight. I go, is that real? He's like, yeah. You'd like have the shirt made? 
Yeah, he yeah. Would, no, he would draw it. Yeah, basically, basically a sweatshirt with a marker on it. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. He would just show up with this fucking number on his shirt, and I was like, eighty-eight. He's like, yeah, it's a source of pride when you can, yeah, still be hanging on. Yeah. The one year that I thought we weren't going to get canceled was the year we got canceled. I was like, well, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, well, actually, our ratings were, were, were all right. Yeah. yeah, it's a five-year show, right? But, five yeah. years. Yeah. We, but, but much like the whole like. We never really hit 100 episodes. We got to like 97. 97. 97 because NBC didn't own it. So they did that with a bunch of shows they didn't own. They do that on purpose really? for that year. Syndication? They, about four or five shows they canceled at 97 episodes. Really? Yeah. Because they because there's you if know, it's a hundred it goes into syndication is that right? right? Yeah, it used to be the rule, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now syndication anything doesn't really exist anymore. Well, the weirdest one was the Charlie Sheen model that they did with that anger management show where they devised right. a whole new system. Ninety ten. Yeah, if the first couple episodes do well, fuck it, we order a hundred. Yeah. Yes, and they produce yeah. them all in a year. Yes, they and just smashed them together. They just they wrote it within five minutes and started filming. Yeah. Yeah. They were like filming and writing on the fly. Yeah. Everything was dog shit. Charlie makes a and they shot like four episodes a week. They yeah. paid Charlie in cracks. <laughs> they just pushed <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. thousands of dollars worth of crack into his account. Yeah. They had one of those old timey ice guys that used to deliver ice, deliver the crack <laughs> thing to his door. Yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing they haven't solved you can't get crack out of an ATM machine yet. No, Yet. not anymore. Yeah. You can get pot out of one now. Yeah. Can you can get pot out of a dispensary machine. In California? Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, well, I don't know where. Well, see, find that's out where fun. they are. But there's, there's, they do have marijuana dispensary machines. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, pretty I mean, cool. You must have to like show some sort of a ID. proof of ID. Yeah, yeah, proof of age. But I guess if you just have your, if you have a passport, driver's license or yeah, something, a passport yeah. or a driver's license. Like if you can read a passport, they have a machine that reads a passport at the airport. That you know when you go through, uh, yep. if mm-hmm. you have like um, gl- global entry, they got the face yeah. recognition thing yeah. too. Yeah. I got the clear. Yeah, I yeah. got that. Yeah. Fingerprint one. That's nice too. Yeah. Global entry is the best though. You don't have to fuck with that giant line. Yeah. You just I should have got that. that. I got the stupid TSA. God, global entry is great because it comes with TSA pre. Yeah, I got the TSA. See, I'm getting angry again. And I got yeah. the clear. God, makes me mad. Yeah. The the ultimate combo is TSA pre and clear. Yeah. Because oh. you they just do the wow. fingerprints, boom, and then they push you right into the line. Sounds and then like they, venereal disease. The nice people it? walk you. They walk you all TSA the way pre to and clear. Yeah. Clear, not TSA pre, but with clear. The nice people walk you all the way over to the I conveyor be belt. Walked. Yeah. Yeah. They and walk you, you can, past the person. You have Get the out. option of actually pissing on the people that you're passing. You can't can piss you seriously on, you piss on do their that? feet because they don't have any shoes on. Oh my yeah. god, I have to get this. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I gotta get that. But then, I, yeah, I don't go out of the country. But then you have that to much. travel somewhere. You don't? No, not much. I mean, to Canada, but that doesn't really matter. That's not yeah. the country. Yeah. But yeah we only That's still in this country. Yeah. Well, you could always go through through the woods to get to Canada. You it's know, true. People would talk the border, about the, the, the border. The border is a hundred yard clear cut. Yeah. Most of the border with Canada is just a hundred yard clear cut in the forest. So it's it's actually cut. Yeah, they mean, just cut the mean? trees down. It's like a hundred yards wide, mm-hmm. and that's the border. All across. It's not from yeah, one end to the other. Not only is it, it's it's actually easier to cross the border than the surrounding area. Yeah, because the surrounding area is all forest. Yeah. Now, wow. do they do they actually maintain that cut? Yeah. Yeah. Really? So mm-hmm. every year, someone's job is to cut down the trees for a hundred yard space between the United States and Canada. Yeah. Wow. That's most of the Canadian border. Just to let you know, if you're a criminal and you cross here, additional charges will apply. <laughs> yeah. Because now you've fled the country. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen the you've seen the footage of of you uh, refugees coming into Canada? And no. the Mounties meeting them, and they're going. The Mounties are just there, going. Now you understand that when you cross over here, we will be arresting you. 
There's look at that. That's a, the line. You know? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Oh my God, it's an actual the line. 49th parallel. It says. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking crazy. I bet that's a. You need two passports yeah. to walk. So out there, here. there, America. Wow. There's where your terror should lie. That's the opposite of a wall. Yeah. That's an actual <laughs> yeah. welcoming path. That's actually, yeah. <laughs> that shows how much we like Canada. Yeah. Or how little you think about it. <laughs> Making it easier to cross. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. We'll make it really... Uh, like, make it super yeah. easy. It's easier. That yeah. one hundred yard stretch is like, ah. Don't trip, eh? Yeah. Re- relax yourself. Yeah. You're about to hit paradise. And most most of the visa overstays are Canadian, which is the the, the bulk of illegal immigration yes. in America, is Canadians overstaying their visas. Yeah, right. I've done that. Yeah, it's yeah. a giant part of it, right? I mean, oh, we yeah. all overstay our welcome. Always. British folks, Def- too. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But no one cares. But the nope. thing is... People the, don't think about Canada. There's a lot of people in this country from a lot of other countries that just keep their fucking mouth shut. Yeah. No one, no one knows. Like, well, when, whenever they say that they know, like, they take an estimate on how many illegal aliens, I'm like, that's a guess. You oh, just yeah. guessed. You have no well, idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like, well, I was just thinking you actually had, uh, was it, uh, Brian Cox on. Yes. And he said when they talk about the the, uh, the size of the, the universe, yes. most of it's just a guess. Yeah. Based on the the observable universe, based on the number of galaxies they can see, they're just guessing how many galaxies there are. I think that's the same with illegal immigration. You're just going, well, probably. Yeah. I if think we, you're if more likely to be accurate with a illegal immigration than you are with stars. I don't know. Yeah. I think the star thing, the problem is, uh, now I'm, I'll butcher this, but I think it's that literally we don't have the capability to look past 13 point whatever billion years. years. Yes. The they big they can't really look. Yeah. So if they look and they go, oh, no, no, there's just like a big space. And then yeah. if you go 18 more billion years back, there's yeah. a thriving community of galaxies. There's well, a whole yeah. other galaxy. That's yeah. distance in time. But then the well, just the sheer vastness of the sky, yeah. they've only actually like like looked at a fraction of it. Right. Well, talking to a guy like him is so amazing because you, you, you realize like, okay, well, there's different kinds of humans. Yeah. There's, there's humans that are actually studying these insanely complicated equations that are yeah. trying to prove the, the very nature of reality itself. Yeah. And then there's chimps like me <laughs> who are just listening going, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So real, yeah. real big? Big, big? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so how I how like do spend we know? my time. How do we know it started? Yeah. There was a bang? Oh, okay. Yeah. What started the bang, Mr. Smarty Pants? Yeah. But I guess it, but Brian Cox, he's, he's innovative Prove it. in that he is an astrophysicist, and he looks like a young David Cassidy. And he's a magi- musician. Yeah. Is he a musician? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's, he's dreamy. Yeah, he's a great guy, I too. have a crush threat. on him. I had a crush oh. on him, too. Oh, my he's God. He's a super sweetheart of a guy, too. Yeah. Like, not just... I've never met him, but I love watching him on TV. I did his podcast once, the live version of it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's great. And he apparently has a new show that's coming here that I, uh, I'll go with. His touring go, show? The, go, come with. Yeah, I'd love to. It's um, He has a gigantic screen behind him filled with interlocking LED screens that uh, apparently it's like this unbelievably gorgeous high definition version of the cosmos wow. so and it's created by the same people who did um that movie with uh which one interstellar interstellar oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. it's created by and it's like yeah. accurate like the mm-hmm. the cgi is actually accurate wow. according to you know like his type of equations you know? yeah i mean he worked at cern you know he's like he's amazing he's yeah. amazing yeah and he's a legit beautiful man yeah wow. yeah yeah, yeah. That's be nice. Long rock star here. That's when he was a rock star. He does look like David Cassidy. Was that? He was in a band in the eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, he was a legit rock star. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, genius rock star. Yeah. Good luck, guys. <laughs> that guy's he, trying I, to fuck your I wife. Think, you got a real yeah. problem. <laughs> I think he was in Scritty Politti. Yeah. I think. Is that yeah, what the band was? I don't no. know. Just make that up. Someone should chart that. Why are astrophysicists getting cuter? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you start with Stephen Hawking, then you get to what's his name, Green. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, yeah. he's a yeah, handsome well, man. Yeah. Handsome fellow. You know, Charming. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Good laugh. Yeah, you, st- you didn't have to be pretty in the old days. No. Well, that position of science communicator is so effective. It's so important because most of that stuff is so dry and so difficult to, to wrap your head around. Like, you need someone. Yeah. Someone A Carl entertaining. Sagan. Yes. Yeah. Someone engaging that can deliver that stuff. Like, with. With Brian, he's so nice. Mm-hmm. Like that, as he's, he's like so smiley and he enjoys it so much and he loves talking about it so much that it becomes infectious. Because there's a lot of that stuff that's very difficult to follow. When you try All to read <laughs> the papers, yeah. 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 I read the Whew. Stephen Hawking books and I would zone out yeah. so much while I was trying to comprehend what was going on. I had Lawrence Krauss on and uh, I was trying to get him to explain. Um, some certain formulas and just even when he's explaining them to you it doesn't seem yeah. to click like you, you you really have to it's one of those things you it's like someone trying to explain french words to you by only speaking to you in french <laughs> yeah you know you're like okay yeah, but right. i don't speak french and you're like yeah well you're fucked I'm like, oh. yeah like let's yeah. say as soon as you say infinity yeah as we go that that's only a mathematical idea yeah i mean how can anything be infinite I mean, I know. Well, they there's. Make I it, mean, in math, it, you can say it like you can say that a straight line goes on forever, and two parallel lines will never intersect. Well, like pi yeah. is the- theoretically but, infinite. Yeah, you know, it never ends. Well, why is that difficult to grasp, though? That's the real question. Like, why is why do we need everything to be defined by a very obvious beginning and an end? Mm-hmm. Because it's it, everything we experience has a beginning and end biologically because too. we experience yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. even not, time doesn't is not experienced everywhere yeah. the same way. Well, time isn't experienced at all if you're not sentient. True. Yeah. Or what if you live time? in Arizona, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they whack it off. It's different. Yeah, but yeah, it's the, the. I always wondered if like there was a reason why we wanted things to have a beginning and an end. Like, is it because we have our life, and our life has a beginning and an end, all the lives of the people we know? Yeah. Well, we definitely have an end. I guess people are obsessed with it. Do we want things to have a beginning or an end, or are we terrified of beginnings and ends? That, too. Just the thought of an end is terrible. That's why we create, you know, gods and religions, is because the idea that that life ends and that it's all been for nothing is terrifying to people. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. There's a little bit of like doing it to create order in the community, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. a little bit of people find mushrooms and they need an explanation <laughs> what yeah. the fuck they're feeling. It's like yeah. our brains are constructed in such a way that we need an end. Yeah, we need yeah. It, or else you yeah. don't understand where well, am I now? I have if there's no end. My uh, very uninformed theory, which is that uh, first off, that everything is meaningless, but that only the brain damaged are capable of con- conceiving of meaninglessness. Because our brains are meaning machines, mm. and that we evolved, and it gave us an evolutionary ad- advantage that we give meaning to things. Like I said, this is a table because we say it's a table. Right. It's not a table to a cat. That's why a cat will just get well, up and walk around on it. Lick its ass on yeah. it. It's cause Cause it's, yeah. Because it's from a mutual agreement. Yeah, we agree this, this is, is a table. table. Right. And that kind of meaning let us organize our lives, let us be better hunters. Uh, well, you know what? You know what? 
constantly occurs to me and bothers me is that we decide not to drive into each other because we've painted a little line on a road mm-hmm. down the middle. Yeah. yeah, We've all agreed not to cross that, yeah, that line. That's what I'm saying. We ascribe meaning to objects, mm-hmm. and that gave us an advantage over other animals. And so our brains just evolved. And then when we got to the point where we realized we we're going to die, mm-hmm. we go, well, there's got to be some meaning there, too. So then we had to create myths that where do we go that created meaning about our lives. That's a very the the dangerous loop of there's no meaning to everything and nothing has no mean nothing has meaning. That that's a dangerous loop for a person psychologically because you can get stuck in that yeah. and yeah. you can really. I, but I don't think you can because it's impossible to conceive of unless you are seriously brain damaged. Well, no, I don't think it's impossible to conceive. It's it's you won't you can ima- you can intellectually think about it, but you can't. You can't grasp it, really. Isn't living in the now kind of the same as life has no meaning? No. Because you're not thinking about the future. You're not you're enjo- thinking no, about... You're, you're not thinking about the fact that it has no meaning. You're yeah, enjoying you're the meaning. now with meaning. You're enjoying yeah. the meaning? You're yeah. enjoying life. You're yeah. enjoying experience. You're enjoying each interaction with people. Yeah. You're enjoying your thoughts. I think that the, the problem that people have is like, what's the point? That's yeah. the problem. That mm. what's, that what's Why, the point thought? Right. And that's, that's a weird loop. And that's the thing is it doesn't really matter. Because you're going to create a point anyway. Mm. Like, I mean, it's like there's a, it was an existential psychology. They had the, there's like five different ways people ascribe meaning: metaphysical meaning, reproductive meaning, biological meaning, uh, or creative meaning, like uh, the works you do. Right. That somehow you live on in all these different ways. Mm. You know, like a lot of atheists are tend to be artists who believe that they live on through their work, and which is totally as stupid as believing in God. It is. It's definitely silly. I mean, obviously, someone's going to enjoy your work, but I think the real meaning is in creating the work, and then the fact that people are going to enjoy it. If you're doing it because you want it to live on forever, you're a moron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Because there's no yeah. mo- there's, no, there's forever no forever for the whole planet. Yeah. But I just think meaning is an inescapable product of the human mind. Like, yeah. Like the example. One example is like like they did a study where they went all like into the jungles of the Amazon to people who have never had any contact with the modern world, and they drew a circle with two dots and a curved line. And everyone sees a face. Mm. Everyone sees a face. The only people who don't see a face are people who have been brain damaged and can no longer form the meaning of those lines. Oh, interesting. So you, there are people who suffer brain but damage. But doesn't that correspond to their own artwork? Because like the, their artwork is very similar to our artwork and the fact that stick figures and they represent humans and yeah. the circle Cave represents drives. a head. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. they probably haven't had the happy face t-shirt. I had uh, lunch or with button. Eric Von Daniken last week. Oh, my God. Yes. Very interesting. Cool. Very weird. Yeah. He's the guy who wrote Chariots of the Gods. Oh, He's God. In, yeah. I, yeah. In his 80s now. Staple book yeah. in our house. And mm-hmm. uh, he was showing us slides. What's the real story there? I was wondering. <sighs> mostly nonsense. Mm. Unfortunately. Was it really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mostly, mostly what it is is evidence of lost civilizations. Ancient mm-hmm. civilizations that were incredibly advanced. I follow the work of Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson and a few other people that are being proven actually correct more and more, uh, almost on a daily basis, by new discoveries that show that the, that civilization predates what we initially thought. Mm, with, with it goes the initial, way back farther. Yeah, yeah. The initial thought was that somewhere around the Great Pyramids, which is like 2500 BC, that was about as good as anybody got. And you go back to like ancient Sumer, which is about yeah. 6,000 years ago, and then that's basically it. 
What they're saying is that, no, there was most likely a reset, a global reset of civilization due to a cataclysmic disaster. And there's a shit ton mm-hmm. of evidence. There's massive evidence in the form of this nuclear glass that exists when there's like asteroidal it. impacts. Mm-hmm. And um, also, there's a guy named Dr. Robert Schock, who was one of the first guys to propose this. It's actually, when he freaked me out on the podcast, he said there was a mass coronal ejection that most likely caused lightning storms like a rainstorm, but lightning. Like that much <laughs> lightning terrifying. destroying the ground. Wow. And that the only people that survived were people that could get undercover, that could get into like That's caves. Terrifying. Yeah, and that wow. mass extinction of yeah. 60 plus percent of the large mammals in a very short window of time, almost instantaneously yeah. in North America. The, the, the end of the Ice Age, like 10,000 plus years ago, there was a mile high ice in most of North America. Right. Most of North America covered in ice, and then gone. And all these, all these areas, all these points of interest point to this one one moment in time that's somewhere between ten and 12,000 years ago that some big event happened and that most likely just crippled civilization mm-hmm. and then people had to rebuild. Whatever people were around well, rebuilt. Because well, that, that, also the, the, they found like just looking at DNA that all of humanity at one point got wiped out except for like one village. Mm. That there was only – that everyone is – everyone has descended from – a the same group of about 5,000 people that Well, there was a super volcano that erupted somewhere around 70,000 years ago. They think this is predating this cataclysmic disaster of 12,000 years ago, that they are pretty sure wiped human beings down to a few thousand folks. Wow, wow. Yeah. Where is that that one? Is that like, I want to say it's, where is that that super volcano? There's, There's a super volcano that knocked everybody down. We'll find it. Yeah. Um, well, we got one under Yosemite, right? Well, it's or Yellowstone. Giant. One under Yellowstone. Yellowstone. It's so Caldera. Yellowstone's going to get us all. Every yeah. six to 800,000 years, it blows. I think we're due, right? That's yes. why I don't go camping. Don't that's go camping. Right. Well, yeah. if you do, that might not be the worst place what? to go. No. <laughs> yeah. Like, go camping. Be over in that a way, second. Yeah. Right? That yeah. way, when it ends, it ends quick. You don't want to be living in New York. No. Just choking <laughs> just on a cloud of fume. Yeah. That's the worst. Watching people eat homeless folks in the street. Yeah. There's no there's no good place. Yeah. Well, there's also like things that fly through space and f- zip by, you know, mm-hmm. like they're, they're, they're just constantly well, finding these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, it's things, the Eric Von Daniken thing. I remember as a kid going, my, my problem was that they kept showing, well, these massive paintings mm-hmm. that can only be seen from the sky. So yeah. therefore, there must have been drawn for your aliens. And I kept going, well, no, if you believe God is looking down on you, you're going to draw big paintings for God to look at. Right. So you don't need that. But now. Right. But now I'm more – the uh, thing I've <laughs> become obsessed with lately is the skepticism about UFOs. Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk to you about this because you told me that you've become obsessed with UFOs recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. And it's Believer? Like, yeah, totally. Really? Yeah, I totally believe the UFO phenomenon is real. I don't know what it is, but it's totally – it has to be real. Something's why, happened. Why is that? Because uh, there's just way too much evidence that it is real. What evidence? Uh, well uh, – Radar evidence uh, that the the F-16 locked on a UFO, mm-hmm. that footage. And also just uh, like I know that friend of ours, I don't know if she wants to say no. it, but her father was uh, an air traffic controller. Mm-hmm. And he told her, they said, yeah, every air traffic controller has seen something. Yeah. And I had another friend mm-hmm. whose father was in a commercial pilot. And she said, yeah. My dad said, every single pilot has seen something. Well, yeah. And they've all been told not to say anything about it. We well, have a couple of friends that say they were um – Abducted. abducted. Yeah. 
Yeah, the abducted one is a little easier to wrap your head around because when you're sleeping, your brain is producing all sorts of endogenous psychedelic chemicals. Yeah. Almost all of these experiences happen when you're sleeping. Almost all these experiences when these people are abducted, they're taken from their beds, which is when they're dreaming. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like there's some real clear, easy steps to follow well, if you want to follow Occam's razor and not you not get crazy with it. But it, it knocks those out, but it doesn't knock out like Barney and Betty Hill and all the people that are abducted will fully conscious and that, and that remember it without hypnotherapy. Um, like I'm not sure about the abduction phenomenon, but Barney, I, I don't know Barney and Betty Hill. I know the story, yeah. but I don't know them. Yeah, so I would have to know them because Bar- yeah. there's, there's a lot of people that I've to- like. I did a show for Sci-Fi called Joe Rogan Questions Everything. Yeah, yeah I watched that show. That cured me. That yeah. show cured me of a lot of my nonsense with with conspiracies. Well, and, we used to talk about yes, yeah, that stuff all the yeah, time, all the time. Yeah, yeah, but I I needed to actually study it. So for six months, that's basically all I did. I interviewed people and I like Bigfoot believers, UFO yeah. believers, all. And the one thing that they have in common is they all seem to be kind of lost and dependent upon this thing being real. Yeah. Right. Instead of being objective, there's only one lady that I interviewed that saw Bigfoot that, that yeah. really seemed to be telling the truth. But I think she saw a bear. I yeah. think she, bears walk on two feet all the right. time. They do it all the time. There's yeah. video footage. You can find it all the time. And she was in the Pacific Northwest, which is incredibly dense woods. You see something, you glimpse it. Look, I was hunting once in in, in Canada, in Alberta, and I thought I saw a wolf for like two seconds. It was a squirrel. Okay? Understand <laughs> yeah, this. A this very is, big like, squirrel? Is that a fucking, what is that? Yeah. Wolf? No, it's squirrel. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I just saw fur. Right. I saw yeah. fur, and I was, because it's really but dense woods. for Because yeah. se- I was looking for fucking wolves. Because yeah. I was like, because I know we did see one wolf. It, it crossed the road. It was either a wolf or a coyote. It was hard to tell because it was at dusk. It was very dark out. But um, when you're looking for something, you think everything is that thing you're looking for. Yeah. So like a, for a second, a huge... I thought that fucking squirrel was a wolf. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, expectation and perception are very linked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it, well there's also that they found that uh, that 50 percent of everything you see is a product of memory. Yes. Mm. That that when you observe something, they've done FM, fMRIs, and that most of the activity in the brain is in the memory centers, not in the uh, visual centers. Interesting. Only about fifty percent of the activity is in the visual centers of the you brain. You know, the UFO. That's crazy. The UFO yeah. thing is very. I when I was a kid, I went and saw Carl Sagan speak mm-hmm. at U of T at the University of Toronto, and I was like, you know, fourteen. But he did an equation on the board of the possibility of uh, alien life other than us in the universe. And it came to the smallest, I mean, he spent the whole time writing on this chalkboard. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating. Mm-hmm. But he actually came up with a number at the end. And it was such a small, he says, there is, there is something out there, but they are so far away <laughs> that, yeah. they'll, that unless they can go faster than the speed of light, which he said was impossible mm-hmm. at the time, yeah, this is the '70s. Yeah, uh, there's no way we've seen them. That's what he said. So if some other beings have conquered the speed of light thing, then maybe we could see them. Yeah, but that's a thing with uh, that problem with this skepticism in general is like uh, that it, you know, like like the skeptic skeptics of the of the 19th century were the ones who said germs don't exist. Right, because we can't see them. And mm. and people who right. said germs did exist were ridiculed and laughed out of the trade. Mm-hmm. Right, and... Um, I, I agree with you completely. Just because you can't see it or it isn't yeah. happening doesn't mean it can't happen. 
And well, even since Sagan's day, there had been no exoplanets discovered then. Right. We now know right. that there are literally trillions and trillions of sure. Earth planet, Earth-like planets. Yeah. Well, they did, they just speculated as to yeah. the existence of them outside of our solar system before. the The real problem is that if some there's a leap. And a leap, a technological leap that opens the doors to massive innovation. Yeah. That once this happens, once this happens and this and then all this stuff sort of exponentially expands in terms of technological possibilities, all you would need is a few hundred years and you have an unrecognizable set of technology yeah sure you know i mean well you were talking about cern i mean the whole antimatter Mm -hmm. idea that they're still trying to figure out yeah uh that's an an insane source of energy that we have never even experienced yeah you know with them with a grain of sand yeah. That can run a city. I mean, yeah. it's that big. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also a theory, there's a recent one, that space-time itself doesn't exist. So the the speed of light barrier becomes moot because uh, there's, I guess it's the holographic, quantum hologram theory, quantum holographic theory of the universe. Mm, mm. Yeah. Is that, is that Michael Talbot's uni- book? Uh, I can't remember. Holographic universe? Is but that who wrote that? Yeah, I think so. And But the idea that the universe is basically just a, a, a geometry that that when you look at it from a certain angle seems three dimensional. Right, and it folds on folds into itself. So, so you could and it's travel really, through that's the wormhole thing. Well right? it's, yeah. it's not even that. It's For the travel. idea that that, that space time is an illusion. Is uh, huh. and that, that it doesn't really exist and that's why uh, you know like uh, uh, entanglement is possible. You know, the idea that, you know, spook, mm. spooky action at a distance. Yes. That quantum uh, all, yeah. quantum, quantum theory. entanglement. Yeah. 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 The, but the, the reason that, you know, you know uh, these you know atoms on opposite ends of the universe can be affect each other instantaneously at the same is moment is because they're not really at opposite ends of the universe they're really right next to each other it just seems like they're at opposite ends mm-hmm. of the universe because our ability to perceive is basically based on what we have to do to stay alive on this planet mm-hmm. so our meager little chimp brains <laughs> yeah. are trying to yeah. trying to quantify yeah. all of these things yeah. that are around us all the time so we put them into this sort of three-dimensional box yeah. of movement and distance and and that the entire time. the entire universe could be a compact thing yeah. that projects itself like a hologram Onto a screen. I love these kind of conversations because I'm clearly mm. too stupid to really understand what we're and saying. And I don't understand. Yeah. I don't <laughs> understand anything I just <laughs> and, said. And I don't understand you two. So how stupid does that make me? <laughs> well, we don't understand each other. So <laughs> yeah. This is perfect. We're all the same. Yeah. But, but um, that's why. Like, I, I think it would be interesting to do it, like a documentary or something about uh, from about ufology because one thing is the assumption that they're extraterrestrial is an assumption. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing that intrigues me is the power of ridicule. To silence yes. even the most intelligent people in our community from examining something like the ridicule kept doctors from accepting germs. Sure, because they didn't want to. They didn't want to be ridiculed by their peers. Mm-hmm. And even now, you've got people that will like Michael Shermer will cling to the most absurd mm-hmm. explanations for phenomena like the F sixteen mm-hmm. uh, radar footage. Uh, what did he? What was uh, Michael Shermer's? Oh, I can't take even remember it? it, but it was it was pretty. It really went to great lengths that entailed having to basically uh, diminish any respect you had for any of the people who reported on the events. Mm. It, had he, to go in, it had to go into character assassination in order to, to eliminate it. Yeah. Well, that's the best way to kill an idea. He's a professional skeptic, and yeah. I like Michael a lot, and he's been on the podcast many times. But yeah. I actually had him debate Randall Carlson and 
um, Graham Hancock about these ancient civilizations, yeah. and it wasn't very good for him. Like, no, there, well, there were some clunky moments. Because skeptics are believers. Well, the problem is they're in believing in They yes. believe in skepticism. The problem is being right. a skeptic itself. It's yeah. a stupid way to look at the world. It's a choice. Yeah. You're actually yeah. sure about something. I, I mean, you should yeah. be objective. Right. Yeah. Don't be skeptical. Right. Being yeah. skeptical is like, eh, I don't right. know. But I know for sure that that's not true. Yeah. But, it, uh, but it serves a massive purpose for people that really don't understand things, and he can explain it to you in, in, with actual science. As long as the actual science is being used, and it's not character yeah. assassination, it's not mockery, it's not... It's not there's certain people that are just debunkers. They yeah. can call themselves skeptics, but they're not looking at things like, oh, maybe that is effective. Maybe that is healthy. Maybe yeah. that is interesting. No, they don't look at it that way. No. They're looking at it. They're trying to pick it apart. And that's fine if you can pick it apart. But if you cannot, you have to be objective about the right. fact that, oh, well, this is a very interesting yeah. phenomenon. And th this is what we know about science. Is that, and this is what we know about this thing. And yeah. right now we have, we have a weird conundrum. Did yeah. Jerry? of the gods yeah. man did he Eric von Daniken was yeah. he was he a believer 100% yeah. he's yeah. all still in is. still in still all is. in I yeah. asked him the first thing I asked him I said what is can the can I pause yeah. I desperately have to go pee no go go go, yeah. go. the first thing I uh, asked him was what is the most compelling piece of evidence this is the, you know and he pointed to this um, uh, Mayan stone plaque that's in Palenque I don't know if you've ever seen it it's uh it's, is it in the book? Yeah, it's a god, uh, one of their um, one of their former kings that is lying on his back, and he looks like he's moving some. See, Jamie, see if you could find that thing. It's this really cool uh, carving that they found that looks like there's a guy who is in a seat, and it looks like there's fire behind his back, and you could say a ship. Like he's you a could ship. say that he's manipulating controls on a ship, and he's you know shooting a rocket into the heaven. I would like to see what the the mainstream version of that is, because also it could just be art. You yeah, know, I mean, imagination. It be, yeah, right? it, it could be that they they knew about certain things being propelled by fire. That there one, it is. Yeah, that's it. So if you see this, I mean, that's a big-ass stretch to say that guy's in a spaceship. I don't know what the fuck that is. He's sitting down. It looks like an altar, kind of, to me. He could, yeah, but it does look like he's looking through an eyepiece, right? That's true. But what does that mean? Is it a telescope? Maybe know. he's just got a telescope. I Maybe mean, it's they, just an astronomer. Yeah, it is possible. I don't think they had telescopes. No. I don't think a telescope was even invented till. No, the, do they even have glass at that point? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if the Mayans did. Wow. But but that was his number one piece of evidence. Was and I was like, that's kind of silly. I mean, when we were kids in the seventies, the you know yeah. Bigfoot, you know, and Chariot to the Gods, and everything was so new. Hey, look at this image. Look at the bottom of it. Even the part where the flame is supposed to be coming out from below him. Which flame? Yeah. What's the f where's sorry, the, what's flame? the flame? I guess the flame is the shit at the very very bottom. But I mean, I'm not even sure I buy that. If you were going to draw fire, you'd do a really shitty job if that's your fire. That, that doesn't really look like fire to me. That no, looks like could be anything. An ornate seat, right? Or something, right? If if that's fire, like what is all the stuff around them? What's all that stuff? Is that that looks kind of mechanical though, right? It looks like there's bolts. It does. Did they have a fire god? Maybe they drew the fire god. Is that a, it looks like a monkey kind of face. With titties. Monkey's got some titties. <laughs> oh, now I get it. Right? Yeah. And then the monkey's, is that his teeth? 
Yeah, it's the like first Hooters. They look like arms, actually. Right. Yeah. It does. It could be arms. But th- that's the point, is it's so open to interpretation. There's so much that you could see if you're looking to see. But what I do see is this guy who's... He's reclining in an yeah, odd way. Yeah, he's chilling, sure. and it looks like he's looking through something. What's that thing hanging across him? Do you see that thing across his arm? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. But uh, here's the thing. I don't think anybody knows what the fuck that is. But so for him to say that this was the number one most compelling evidence. I mean, were people getting high at this point? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that could be just some guy got high and carved something. Yeah, they were were, um, taking different kinds of plants that had like sertric acid in them. There was a – I had a a great tour um, in uh, Chichen Itza. We uh, went through and we hired a guide who was a professor – he was fantastic. It was really good. He was he was he really loved Mayan civilization. Yeah. He was super passionate about it. And then when he found out that I had read a bunch of books on it, he was really excited about it. So he took us to these all these different areas. But there was a, one area where they had this like like hall where they would just get fucked up. And he was like, "This is this is where they would do their their psychedelics. You know, wow. they, would, they would take different forms of plants. There's a bunch of different plants like uh, morning glory seeds. Really? Yeah, morning glory seeds. The same ones you find today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they mm. actually try to mute them. A lot of people don't know that morning glory seeds actually uh, contain what is the active compound? I think it's a cousin of LSD. It's it's something psychoactive that's very closely related. And what you would, they would do is they would make it. They would take the morning glory seeds. They would they would soak them, and I think they would smash them and make a cake and bake it. So they have LSA. 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 Like Less surgic acid, right? Is that lysergic acid? Yeah, concentrated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so I'm when you buy, after this. they've engineered morning glory seeds, many of them, to not be psychoactive. They've done things to them because to so many people that. in the 70s were oh. getting high off morning glory seeds. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, Terrence McKenna, who's uh, like one of my favorite psychedelic authors, that was his first psychedelic trip. He was a, a young glory? man. He ate morning glory seeds. He bought them and smashed them up. Teens trying to get high sickened after eating flower seeds. <laughs> Today show. What year is that? That's so Two, funny. Three years ago. Two, three years ago. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they bought flower seeds recently. Yeah. They probably heard me talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's baby Burpee. Woodrow's. That's so funny. Morning glory. Yeah. Okay. Those are morning glory ones. Um, yeah. But see. It's better th- than they, smoking banana peels. I don't know why they're getting sick. They're probably pussies. Too many. Little bitches. Uh, apparently, these seeds contain d sergic acid amide, LSA, which closely resembles LSD. But see, all of them don't have that. Now, when they say they got sick, would they? Nausea and vomiting. Oh, they had a bad trip. And introspection. Oh, introspection is mm-hmm. sickening. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, that's how a lot of the Mayans, uh, a lot of the Mayans used to uh, take LSA. They used to take this stuff. They used to take morning glory seeds. And McKenna said that when he did it, he saw a lot of, uh, uh, like, classic Mayan iconography. He saw, like, a lot of imagery. So maybe that's just how it reacts with the brain. It could be, yeah. There's wow. also, there's, that's a really plausible theory. There's another theory that's a little more slippery, and this one is uh, very woo-woo. And the idea is that every experience that you have, like, say, if you take mushrooms, right, Every, when you're eating mushrooms, you're not just having an experience where your brain is interacting with this substance, but you are, in fact, 
experiencing all of the people that have ever interacted with this trip. So that, that's one of the reasons why psilocybin is so potentially potent, is that you're not just accessing, we're talking about morning uh, glory seeds. Oh, right. And uh, Other people getting high on morning glory seeds. That this was something did, that the Mayans did. We, I remember we did that when I was in high school. Oh, there you go. Um, but there well, explains the, a lot. The thought, well, the, McKenna was saying that when he did it, he saw all this, uh, I think he said either Mayan or Egyptian iconography, he saw a lot of like images that were very similar to like these ancient civilizations and the thought is that either this is what it's doing to your brain or the more woo-woo thought is that when you are having a psychedelic experience especially when you're consuming something like a fungus like uh, psilocybin that you're not just having this experience where this chemical is interacting with your brain, but you're entering into the realm of all the previous experiences that human beings have had with this, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons why psilocybin has such a rich history. Uh, and uh, these are incredibly potent experiences when you do take psilocybin. And then also ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, ayahuasca yeah. when mm -hmm. you take that, people see jaguars and snakes and all these different things and so the thought behind that is that you are interacting with all the experiences that all these genetic, different people right? have had with yeah. these with these various uh, substances is it yeah. what's genetic inside you like Could from be. your I mean who knows I mean it's information all information is stored yeah That's it's all just speculating but that what's interesting is that McKenna said that um, ketamine which at the time when he was alive he died in the early I think early 2000s right I think he died like early 2000s. Um, that ketamine was a weird drug to take because it seemed like no one had taken it yet. That you would take it and it's like you were in an empty office building. Like it's all built but there's no one in the building. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're taking LSD or if you're taking psilocybin, you've this all these experiences that people have had. So it's like the drug itself or the compound itself absorbs the experiences of the user and transfers them to the next users. Wow. Very woo-woo. Yeah, but, that is. I like that idea, though. But yeah. when you do something that's as potent as, like, psilocybin, you, you're open to fucking anything. Like, yeah. if that's possible, if you can eat five grams of mushrooms and that happens, like, God yeah. damn it, I'll, I'll take whatever you got. What else you got? What else you tell me? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the yeah. fuck this is. Like, yeah. what is this? Uh -huh. And that's, yeah, I don't know if you guys talked about it. Yeah, that psilocybin can treat intractable depression. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People take... Yeah. Oh, no, it opens up doors yeah, in your brain that... You take it once... Will always stay yeah. closed. Yeah, like you do uh -huh. one psilocybin trip and then for like six months their depression is completely gone. Yeah. yeah. My, my parents had a, had a friend who was uh, experimented on in Canada as a... Uh, mm. with the LSD. Mm. So she lost her mind eventually. Yeah. But... Uh, she didn't no. know at the well, time. Was, it was a, it was a, was it was a government. It. They, the CIA was experimenting on, in Cana Canada, on, on Canadians. Of course. And uh, she was Just one of them. Just have to get across that clear cut and <laughs> dope yeah. them up. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Back then it was harder. There, there was a, a shrub were, yeah. that they couldn't get over. Yeah. Wow. So you're saying they, had, like, yeah, they she, had the full cooperation of the, it was the Diefenbaker, I think. Yep. Do you but, guys know the Ted Kaczynski story, the Unabomber? Uh, I know about the Unabomber part. He was a part of the LSD Harvard studies. Oh, was he? He was oh, a part. Well, this, of, was, yeah. this was kind of the same uh, same deal. Yeah, they cooked that guy's brain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there's a documentary about it. It's really interesting. He was like a 16 year old kid when he first went to Harvard because he was so fucking smart that uh, huh. he w was entering to Harvard at 16 years of age, mm -hmm. and um, there was a psychologist 
that uh, was working at Harvard at the time that he is uh, he's been photographed with and was friends with and he was a part of this program. And this guy was notoriously ruthless with his application of LSD mm-hmm. yeah. to, to young people. I mean, he just gave it a shot. Let's see what it, let's it see does. What it does. It fries them forever. But I mean. it does. But here's the thing, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think that he was onto something. And this is what he was on to. What he was on to, he was trying to kill people that were creating technology because he felt like technology is going to be the end of humans. He's right. He's right. <laughs> yeah. Totally that, right. That's exactly right. what Elon no Musk question. was saying on your show. Yes. Yeah, no, no. And if you're high as fuck on acid, and they probably gave him a fucking coffee cup full of acid at 16. Yeah. I mean, who knows how much they were. They didn't know what the doses were. They were just experimenting with yeah. people. It was like Ken Kesey yes. and Leary Rowe. Exactly. Part of that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. A few weeks ago when I read an article online, and at the bottom it said this article has been written by a uh, program, not by a human. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I, oh, it's coming. Paint, paintings, there's paintings done by AI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's like a there's symphonies. No humans yeah, involved by AI. anymore. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's coming. We're in it now. Yeah. Well, once they figure out a way to make a reality that's indiscernible from the reality that we're currently experiencing, which right. is just it's around the corner. I mean, yeah, that's only like or a or it happened a billion years ago. Right, <laughs> and we're just living in it. Well, that's you only know what's in front of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, yeah. Uh, and if you've done the, you know, the you know what is it the oculus stuff and all oculus that Oculus rift yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean we have a uh, htc vive in the back it's amazing you? they're incredible yeah. right yeah it's but, amazing but your emotions everything mm-hmm. it's like you're there it's no different yeah you know it's very similar there's one yeah. where you jump off a building have you ever tried that one no you go out on a diving board on a on a high rise and oh, right. step yeah. off yeah, well, they, they're they using it to treat P- PTSD yeah. and, and it's, yeah. arachnophobia. It's and yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. It's going to happen. Yep. So yeah. once they figure out a way to give you some experiences that you can't tell whether or not those experiences are re- real right. or not, then the aliens are real. They'll, they'll land. And it's the Matrix, just, man. Yeah. They'll interact. It, <laughs> is, it really is the Matrix. But yeah. I think that artificial life and, art, and, and, and intelligence that is sentient, that is also completely autonomous, that can run itself and decide for itself, it's only a matter of time. It's yeah. not a matter of the, the, this is not like H.G. Wells science fiction two hundred years ago. Like we're just guessing. It's just this choices. Is, this is like you could see it coming. Yeah. yeah, they already have machine learning. They already have certain artificial intelligence that yeah. get, guesses th- certain things about you. And yeah, but and Siri is still a dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, Bixby or Siri? Though I haven't tried Bixby. But I don't. Bixby? Alexa's better Bixby than is Siri. Samsung's version I haven't of heard Siri. Bixby yet. Yeah. What's the voice like. Uh, I don't know. I never, I never use it. I have British a Samsung asshole. phone. I don't. I don't yeah, even it's incredibly effective. Yeah, but it has a terrible voice. They or make is you it keep the, that button too? Is it the and voice won't let you of map it out to anything else? Is it the voice yeah. of Bill Bixby? Because that'd be really cool. <laughs> oh right, from the Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Or courtship of Eddie's so. father. Courtship of Eddie's father. Yeah. yeah. How you doing, son? Let me tell you about my best friend. He's a cam chunk of Pikachu. I never knew those words. He's a warm-hearted person who loves you till the end. Yeah. Till the end. I forgot about that. Yeah. And he had that hot Japanese lady that was his like housekeeper. But he never uh, hooked up with her. I was like, "Come on, she's right there, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. She seems real so nice. True. <laughs> she seems lonely too. Yeah, yeah. So you true. don't you're have not a wife seeing anymore. What's seeing what's yeah, obvious. what's right in front of you. I didn't yeah, get man. it. I'm like, how are you not with her, man? She's so nice to your kid. Yeah, you guys are big, a sweet family. Yeah. To be fair, the show didn't run bitch. very long. It, you know, Did maybe, maybe if he gotten like five or six more seasons. Oh, if it was on Netflix or something. Yeah, they yeah. would have pushed that angle. Yeah, I started watching uh, The Magician a little bit. You seen that? What is that? show. Oh, oh, God. What it's is one it? Of the worst, one of the worst of all time. It was one of the CBS uh, <laughs> movie mysteries. 
It was like with Columbo and it was terrible. Really? on every level. And, yeah, he was the magician. He, he, he uses magic to he solve crimes. crimes. No, was yeah. he magic? magic? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. How terrible. do you solve crimes with magic? You don't. You don't. You don't. You, don't. Mm-hmm. you just do yeah. magic. Yeah. Oh, and you and pretend then, you're solving crimes, yeah. and then someone else solves a crime. Yeah, it's probably a producer's <laughs> idea, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got an like idea, magic. guys. Right. Here's the show: a magician <laughs> who solves crime. <laughs> Sell it. I got another meeting. I gotta go. And he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show it. Yeah. At 11. yeah. And you, I, yeah. I, I had I'm a doing pitch. a cruise. They gave me a pitch once. Uh, it was a guy who was immortal. He was uh, an Egyptian. This was a pitch to me. I yeah. was going to play this guy yeah. who is immortal. So far, it's good casting. Yeah. Immortal he, Egyptian, uh, like a he, yeah. god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something happened back then, and a woman put a curse on me because I was like banging her sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the curse was that you would live forever. So here I was, many thousands of years later, I had to pretend that I was a regular person and I could never die, and that was the sitcom. It was a sitcom. Yeah, it was a sitcom. It was a sitcom. Oh, it was the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. Great as a one-hour drama. Yeah, I was. I you was know, like, do you solve crimes? Because you no, know, yeah. I knew it was going to be a problem when I met the guy and he was wearing bowling shoes, but he wasn't going bowling. Oh, those. That means he's <laughs> yeah. an asshole. Those mm. motherfuckers. That's, that's fuckers. I'm an wacky. Asshole. Look at yeah. that bowling shoes. You on. got a lot of character. Woo-hoo. My shoes are interesting. Woo, Wait a second. Crazy. I used to do that. Uh, uh, high school. Fuck that. Well, do you remember when there was the writer teams, but it was always the one guy who was the typer and the other guy was really funny? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of those teams and those teams would branch off and one of those guys would get a lot of money and then the you know they were the, <laughs> the guy who oh, just typed. we got the wrong guy <laughs> yeah you got the typer we paid the fucking oh, typer we paid the typer yeah there's a lot of that with the teams the teams yep. always seem to be like one really talented person yeah who was kind of maybe introspective and weird and, right. and he eventually figured out oh i can just hire a typist mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah and he got rid of that guy yeah. but then that guy right. got a big development deal yeah. right you remember development yeah, that, deals? Oh my god, I had so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> I had one one year where they gave me a shit ton of money and we never did anything. That's, I got free uh, all money. Yeah, I had free money. Awesome. I yeah. had about four right after news radio. Did you? Yeah, yeah. And they, they with with increased smaller and smaller <sighs> networks each time. <laughs> so, yeah, right. You get down to the CW, you know, you got yeah. an issue. Like, mm, I might have yeah. to actually write something yeah. now. Yeah. No. Cooking, cooking channel. So, what is this obsessing? What what is your your more recent obsession about UFOs? What's the origin of this? It's well, part of it is just the fact that that the evidence, just the evidence itself, says you have to take this seriously, and yet no one does, uh, or very very few people do. I mean, even like uh, the, the again that F sixteen footage, that even Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is a great skeptic said uh, on one of the late night talks, he said, well, if you really want to look at the possibility of some uh, non-human intelligence, that F-16 stuff is pretty compelling. What is the F-16 stuff? That's the stuff that uh, To the Stars Academy put out. It was the CIA Oh, yeah, Tom DeLonge? Yeah. He's crazy. I've never met him on the podcast. Is he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice guy. What do you see in the footage? He's a very nice guy and a brilliant musician. And he's a loon. Yeah, I've yeah, never he's met a him. fucking full-on believer. I mean, yeah. he left Blink One Eighty Two to go do this to the Stars Academy shit. He's the biggest yeah. goddamn rock band on the planet. Okay, here's something interesting about this, and this was pointed out like by um, okay, a film video film by a fighter jet shows an unknown object near San Diego. Video from 2004 was released by the U.S. Department of Defense. Um, wow, the way it moves. There's something about the way it moves is really mm-hmm. weird, huh? Could it yeah. be a jet, though? Jets no. can move that way. One of the pilots told the media the object was not from this world. Hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's like the skeptics, in order to dismiss it, they have to go 
Well, they have to make arguments like that jet fighters are not better observers than anyone else. Pull up Mick Ward's take on that. Mick Ward, the guy who uh, he runs de- um, uh, what is it, Metabunk? Metabunk. He runs a debunking site. And he's another one of those guys that is all in with the tr- the conventional explanation. Like yeah. He goes way out of his way to not look at anything that could be at Which least is the opposite of Occam's Razor. Yes, yes. Occam's Razor says... You know, that if you have to go to great lengths to dismiss something, right? that's not following Occam's razor. Right, the, right. Occam's razor says, if the jet pilot says he saw this, he saw it. I think he had an interesting take on it, though. One of the things is there's uh, a time during the video where the pilot shifted from 1x to 2x, which makes the image uh, move more because you mm. you have magnification. Like, if you ever use magnifying yeah. glasses yeah. or binos, like if you use uh, 15x binos, it's very difficult to hold on the subject. Steady, yeah. But six, six you can kind of look at things in the distance. Yeah, but that's if you don't have about a, about $3 million worth of stabilization equipment on your jet mm-hmm. yeah. locked onto this object, right? which is why that stays in lock. He had an explanation, though, that was kind of interesting. And when it breaks free of the lock, mm-hmm. how does it take off? unbelievable. Does it just take off or something like yeah, that? It just, at one point, just the object just breaks free of the lock. And that's almost impossible. Mm. I have a question. It's impossible for anything that man why has built this, to do. With the quality of cameras today, why is this footage so shitty? Uh, well, this is infrared this footage. Infrared footage. Yeah. Yeah. infrared. yeah, I mean, you need this when you're shooting at things in the sky. You can't rely it's a on visualization. So well, you're looking at v- heat. Yeah. You're looking at heat okay. signals. Because visually, it's so far, it's so okay. far, it would be escaping the rabbit hole, how to debunk conspiracy theories using fact, logic, and That's respect. So, what is he saying? What is he saying? Uh, the program, da 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 da. Make that a little larger for my stupid eyes. He said, uh, for all you make sure you are talking about the right video, there's two that are confused. Here we're talking about the gimbal video, which is not from the Nimitz incident, which is discussed here. So scroll down a little bit. Uh, the gimbal video is an, okay, yeah, that's the one we're looking at. It's an unknown date and location from an uh, from unknown pilots. Nope. The TikTok one from Those San Diego. Those are known pilots. Yeah, yeah. That's 2004. Okay, that's David Fervor. The media's discussed these videos. Tom DeLong's to the stars. The link contains the frames. What's he saying? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, the black shape around the object, some kind of infrared flare glare. We know the, the shape of a very bright infrared source, like the engine of a plane, can be much bigger than the object itself, as explained here. Okay, so there's like a flare. Mm-hmm. That doesn't explain the movement. Yeah, it doesn't no, explain that doesn't explain the movement. It doesn't explain, again, Occam's razor yeah. is... Okay, so this guy debunking this guy's saying, it. This guy's saying it's a look at jet. It. it looks nothing like it. Mm. The movement. Well, so even like, if it is a jet, a jet's not capable of breaking free from the lock, right? Yeah. If they lock onto and it. And if you look at that, you can see the jet. Mm. His own example debunks his debunking. Right. Need uh, not be moving. Yeah. The video need not be moving. And what it's also that? the assumption that that this guy doing probably a few hours research has come up with something that is more credible. Than a trained fighter pilot who is there and visually seeing it. What do you think it and is? And tracking it. If you had a guess, I don't know. I, Let's get crazy. Oh, I would. I think it is. It From is. Another it is an intelligent craft. It is a craft being piloted intelligently. Why, why aren't they talking to us? Uh, we're, we're fucking apes. Why would you? Yeah, it's like, go, no, talk to us. Like we're assholes. When you look at it. <laughs> When you look at the air, I forgot. I forgot. You're right. (laughs) Leaving fucking plastic straws everywhere. (laughs) Oh, we cured it. No more plastic straws. When you're when you're a kid looking at an ant colony, you didn't go. 
Listen to me, ants. Yes. You just mm. looked at them. You know, there was no, yeah. you know, I and agree. they say, why, why don't they go to the White House? So, well, why would do you when you look at an ant colony go, I must speak to the queen. Right. You know, yes. No, I've always said you that. just look yeah. at ants. Yeah. That's what the most ridiculous thing about like um, the old movies. Like the old movies, it would land on the White House lawn. Right. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what is it? Dave Earth stood still. The, that's it. Yeah. Baratu Niktu, yeah, yeah. whatever that thing was. Yeah. Klaatu Barata <laughs> Niktu. Barata yeah. Niktu. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah. A day the Earth stood still was like, <laughs> yeah. what is that, 1940 or something? 50s. 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 
we've looked, we've used all of our military might, all of our scientific power, and we we don't see shit. I'm not buying this, but these people are freaking out. This has the real potential to get out of hand and go sideways on us. Mm-hmm. Let's just start making fun of this. Yeah, I don't know. Cause, uh, I think it's more likely that there's something there that they feel powerless to control. Mm. Do you think Kennedy was taken down into the uh, basement of whatever and shown the alien sitting there? This and, is what I, I say know. about aliens with when in regards to Trump. If there's anybody that would fucking tell us, it's, it's him. Trump. He tweeted yeah. tweet immediately. He would tweet it. <laughs> yeah. He would tweet it. Looking at an alien. Caps, UFOs are real, but CNN is fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's still it's, he is, the yeah. failing New York Times uh, fails to find UFOs because yeah. they're real. I'm looking at one right That's now. Why. I'm if at the, Area 51. Yeah. If the government does have the evidence, they are never going to show it to Trump. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's the point in being president if you can't find yeah, out about UFOs? Yeah. If I knew that to become president meant you get all the access to UFOs, I might go, huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So far, I'm going to try for that. The presidents who have tried haven't gotten there. No, no one gets it. Like I mean, Jimmy Clinton. Carter. Jimmy Carter, you know, said yeah. he was a, he's he had a UFO experience. Yeah, he saw something, he right? Yeah. yeah, he saw. He said he saw something. But th- see, that was back in the '70s where everybody was seeing shit. They were all talking about things. Right. It was mm-hmm. part of the zeitgeist. It was people were legit? Like after Close Encounters of the Third Kind, especially yeah. people yeah. were legitimately thinking that aliens mm-hmm. were going to come. Yeah, yeah. He, he proposed such a possible scenario. In that, that movie was so good. It, yeah, it People, wasn't anything you expected but, it was going to be. But like here, I was going to say, here, like another example is like the Rendlesham, like like that explanation of the F 16s locked, you know, footage, uh, like Rendlesham Forest, where the the they claimed that these American soldiers in the woods out in England uh, mistook the light a lighthouse light for a spacecraft. That they were within twenty feet of a craft that they saw and took notes on, did drawings feet? of. Yeah, they walked not even like right up against it, and they you know wrote down notes, saw like different sort of hieroglyphs on the ship itself, described its you know described the the feel of it, this electrostatic feel of being around it, and the official explanation was they mistook a lighthouse several miles away for this spacecraft. So Occam's Razor again says. That's hard to believe that these trained observers, and that's the other thing, they, they always try to dismiss the idea that trained observers are better observers. Um, but they are better observers. Sure. In the age of yeah. today, where everyone has a high definition camera yeah. in their pocket. But have you taken a, have you taken a photograph of the moon? On it's your, hard. Yeah, it's on true. your it phone, comes, it comes out super. Doesn't crappy. look like the moon. That's true. Yeah. Right. There's no that's details. True. Comes out as a blur. The, the lenses are too wide. Hmm. But but. Occam's Razor says, all right, they saw something, but they, you know, because what is the likelihood that trained observers who have been on this base for years on this night would mistake a lighthouse that they've seen every night for the entire time they've been on this base for a UFO? I mean, what is the, the likelihood that that explanation is correct? I'm not aware of that story. Oh, Rendlesham Forest? Yeah. How do you say it? Bentwoods. Uh, Rand- Rendl- Rendlesham. Rendlesham. N-R-E-N-D-L-E-S-H-A-M. Rendlesham Forest. Yeah, it was Ben Woods. It was two nights. Sounds like a character actor on Columbo. Where you have, where there was <laughs> UF, and it was, and it's a nuclear installation. And Rendlesham oh, Forest. The yes. nuclear installations are always ripe with UFO stories. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What year was this? Uh, this was in the 80s. 1980. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And it's, you know, and it said, obviously, the obvious explanation is 
Well, not the explanation, but the only thing you can accept is that these observers saw something right. and described it accurately. Is it something that had crashed? If you want to say that, no, it came down, was was uh, landed in the forest, and then and, and took off. What do you think of the Roswell and case? The night before that, Roswell, I I think it's probably true. Real, you're all in. Yeah. Wow, Dave, I never Dang. knew that about you. But I mean, because it's interesting. Again, because because the, <laughs> the cover stories for it are so much less believable than an alien. Yeah, I used to have a joke about it. Yeah. That they they put on the paper that they have recovered a crashed UFO and alien bodies, and the next day they said, "Oh, we made a mistake. It was just a balloon." Well, what about the bodies? <laughs> yeah. What about the aliens? It's balloon. Yeah. Those huh? are Mexicans. Yeah. They were Mexicans. They were drinking. Apparently, they thought the balloon was a pinata. <laughs> yeah. They got a little yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I'm believing you right now. But uh, we just mm-hmm. invented some new stuff. Yeah. Out of nowhere. And then 30 years later, they go, "Oh, we were. Yeah. They were high altitude uh, mm-hmm. dummies that yes. we were dropping. Mm-hmm. That's right. To test how they would fall. And now right. we have lasers and invisibility cloaks. <laughs> well, they they showed up again the next day with uh, a bunch of weather balloon scraps. And yeah. they're like, look, this is yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, the guy holding it up. Yeah. Like a little but what they don't tell you is that they flew the wreckage out to Wright-Patterson Air Force in two separate planes and that Truman met them there. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, again, yeah. the more rational. Two separate planes. The more yeah, because they were worried yeah. that one would crash. The the weather the weather balloon thing <laughs> is not as <laughs> rational as it. something weird happened. Uh, listen, I want it to be me an too. alien so yeah. bad that oh, I, me I too. question myself. So that's my problem. I want with it to all be that but, stuff. But I, again, I I won't like I'll be skeptical about stuff that just seems crazy or people that you know believe you know sort of ascribe some sort of metaphysical explanation for all mm-hmm. this. Uh, my my thing is just well, if the preponderance of the evidence says something happened, right, but doesn't tell you what happened, right. Then you still have to believe something happened. Not knowing what happened isn't evidence that it didn't happen. And yet mm-hmm. you're still a flat earther. Yeah. Well, have you looked outside? <laughs> it seems flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you studied hashtag fa- space is fake? Uh, no. You need What's to look that? into What's it's that? P- people dumber space than is the fake. people. There's people that are so dumb <laughs> they think the earth is flat, and there's people that that what are that so mean? dumb they make fun of the people that are dumber than them. Yeah. Yeah, they think that er, that space is fake. Space yeah. is fake. There's no space. No space. Yes. <laughs> and it's basically... Like what is when, it then? Well, that's the holographic you, theory. Yeah. <laughs> no, when you Google it, it's it's really religious. It's uh, it's all about okay. the firmament and the Bible. And oh, they, that they, makes sense. They, they're really... It's very strange. Yeah, because the stars are hung in the sky over it's Earth. which you would call like... Yes, and... YouTube people. Here mm-hmm. it is. Just All right. And you know what? Fuck, I have to pee again because I'm 56. Wow, that's incredible. Human Explorer Ocean. People have to yeah. have the title. I understand. I have to pee sometimes. Um, yeah, hashtag Flat space truth. is fake. Human Dug Earth. Mm, yeah. Human Explorer Ocean. It's Suddenly the, they can discover a thousand mile outer really space. It's really well written, though. Yeah, super, super compelling. Suddenly they can discover a thousand miles outer it's, space. I wonder how many of those. I was talking to you about Renee DeResta, who's the woman yeah. who studies all these Russian troll farms. So they, they mock people. I wonder how much of that is them. That the Russians, like, they have a, a side flat earth, uh, spaces fake department where they just mock. Because it's always in English. I don't think there's a lot of flat earth Russian proponents. God, if I was one of those Russian guys, that I would want that to be my department. Yeah, just oh, they they call people globe tards. <laughs> what? Or globe heads? Yeah, if you believe in if the you earth believe it's is round. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> globe tards. Oh, I've, I've saved some of these memes because they're so wonderful. They're just like this is just rich. I had the worst Uber ride with a guy. No. Who was uh, a flat earther? 
Yeah, he was, and he was a computer programmer. What? Yeah. A computer programmer slash flat earther. Yeah. And That's was, why he's driving an Uber and not and working at NASA. he smiled the whole time Ooh, while, he argue, while he drove me crazy. He drove me. He knew what he was doing, I think. He's doing he, it on purpose? Yeah, I think so. So how did he start off? So I bet you're one of those guys who believes the Earth's round, huh? Well, I talked about the beautiful <laughs> view from the plane. He picked me up at the airport. Yeah. And, and you know, it's so beautiful, the sunset over the curvature of the Earth. That's oh, how it started. And he, he goes, well, up. not really the curvature of the Earth. That's how it started. <laughs> and he oh, would not stop. Oh, my God. To the point where I was, I think, I think I tore my clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> he made me so insane. There's so many of them now. And, you know, we, we uncovered the origins of it, or what we think the origins of it. It was a, a troll from 4chan. 4chan was fucking around, and they started promoting this idea that the Earth is actually That's flat. That's where it started? That, a lot of things start from that. That's, That's where the free bleeding movement started from. I don't know what that is. Women are expressing their power by not controlling their menstrual cycle with pads or tampons, just bleeding into their pants to show their power. Yeah, they, they did it on 4chan <laughs> as a joke, and the women started doing it in real doing life. Doing it for real. Yeah, they, th they thought it was like, this is a way to, like, these people are disgusted by menstrual blood. Well, Here's fuck some them. for you. Yeah, shit on the patriarchy by showing your pussy blood. Fuck <laughs> 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 off. It's so it. crazy. That's uh, crazy. It makes me want to start one. Oh, uh, 4chan is the best. <laughs> they just, they're so good at that. They're so good at starting these goofy-ass fucking little movements and then getting people behind it. It's like a it's like a game. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a game. Well, it's you know what it is? It's probably a bunch of really smart people. Right. Um, some of them not so smart, but some of them really smart that are stuck at their desks and they're bored as shit with some computer job somewhere. Right. And what can it, I think of? In the meantime, they just decide to fuck mm -hmm. with people. Right. We're talking about uh, flat earthers and oh, yeah. um, free bleeding, uh, the free bleeding movement, which free was bleeding? also started by yeah. 4chan. <laughs> yeah, 4chan started I mean, yeah. this movement where women would express their power by not controlling their menstrual cycle, by just letting the blood leak out into their pants. And <laughs> mm. they did it as a joke. Yeah. The 4chan did. Then women started actually doing it. It caught on. Yeah. That's, yeah. A lot of these things, it's so hard to mock. Like, it's so, so hard to figure out, like, what is mockery? And what's real? Exactly. Like what is parody? And what's what's mm -hmm. everything's what's, blurred now? What's the onion? The onion is you know. Have you do you know the James Lindsay uh, Peter Bogosian? What's the other woman's name? The one that we didn't meet. The grievance studies hoaxes. Do you know? You worried no. about that? Oh. <laughs> Peter Bogosian is a professor at University of Portland, and um, I think that's the school. He's in Portland, um, and he decided to with these other academics publish these fake papers on like um uh, rape in dog parks and like uh like like uh cis normative like d d different mm -hmm. like to see what would happen no people loved them um ridiculous things like fat bodybuilding like bodybuilding cont contest for fat people mm -hmm. like to talk about the important the importance of these things like things that you would read and you would think would be obviously a parody someone's fucking around they submit these these academic journals not only get published but they get praised for for their scholarship Mm -hmm. And then they came out and said, hey, we were fucking with you guys. This is all a joke. Too late. Yeah. yeah. It's out there. <laughs> and, you know, and you guys love these papers, you morons. And that this is problem part of the problem with the humanities today yeah. is that things are so sideways in terms of, like, it's so difficult to find out what's, what's parody and what's reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. 
It's an insane time. It is as insane as it gets. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess it's, a, it's very unsettling. It's to very not know, unsettling. To not know if someone's having me on or not. Exactly. Yeah. And well, there's very, all the structures that used that for good or for bad would filter things down are gone. Yeah. You know, like we, you know, everything was handed over to powerful people who filtered what we were given to know. There used to be a, an agreement of common sense that yeah. used to hang around. I think the cure That's is gone. mind reading. And I think we're going to accept that cure. Because, you know, Elon is working on some sort of neural link thing. That's the only he, way we'll know if someone's telling the truth. We're going to have yeah. it. I think it's good. We're going to accept it, and we're going to give in. And we're going yeah. we're, we're going to be able to – I'll take it another step further. I think they're going to create a universal language. I've been thinking about yeah. this a lot. I think there's going to be a universal language that probably is uh, augmented reality, some augmented reality language mm-hmm. of shapes or some, yeah, something. Some kind of symbolism. That symbols. Symbols. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that, that we agree verbal. to. And we're, we're probably not going to accept it because we're old. We're like, fuck this. Yeah. Next generation. Our though. kids, maybe even our kids' kids. Our kids' kids are going to be the yeah. first people to adopt it. And then it's going to be universal worldwide. And with augmented reality and some sort of ability to interact with each other yeah. through I kinda, bandwidth. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard about cochlear implants. Mm. That's the first thing that popped in my head is this is the start. Yeah. yeah. This is the sure. first interface. You're yeah. now officially a You're a, a cyborg. Part, if a you cyborg. have a cochlear implant, you are a cyborg. Well, yeah, you're a six million dollar woman. People with Apple watches on. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're wearing an Apple watch. Like what do you what do you, what is that? You have a computer that's constantly strapped to you all the time. Measuring yeah. you. Monitoring your heart rate. Yeah. You know, and then Well, we've been sitting here and uh when we don't know something, accessing the entire store of human knowledge. Jamie's our cyborg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're accessing yeah. all of human it's knowledge true. in right. an instant. It's true. Anytime well, that, we want. That was Elon's other thing that he said on the podcast. You're already a cyborg. You have a phone. It just it's not in your body, but it's yeah. something you're holding on to. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. Read, it's voluntary cyborg. Did you guys read Third Wave years ago? Was that a book you ever got no. into? No, no. That was the prediction of all this. Really? Yeah, and it, yeah. it's in the uh, early '80s, and it was a prediction. And the one thing. Uh, third way predicted was that the next generation the first line in it i remember was it's all about information yeah it's all going to be about sharing information yeah well, that's someone's going to figure out a way to share information well yep. that's when i saw the cochlear implant i thought well if you're all right so your your brain is interpreting a, an electronic signal as information directly it's bypassing the ear entirely right and it's just a neuronal connection and i thought well that eventually is how we will access the internet. We'll access the internet as though it is our own thoughts. It'll be as, as yes. easily as I remember your so, name, yes. I'll remember any other fact that so is on record. So it will be yes. the matrix and we'll all be part of the same Yeah, brain. except we won't be sitting in pods somewhere. Well, <laughs> we'll, just, it, we'll I think it'll, speak for yourself. Yeah. It initially will be like a peripheral thing. You'll be able to tap into it or not as you, as you wish. But I think as time goes on, it's going to be more and more integrated. Just you want like, to distinguish it from right. your own mind. Like you used to have to go to a computer that was hardwired into the wall. Right. And you'd have now to dial up to get online. Yeah. Now everything's instantaneous it's in everywhere. your phone. And this is – I remember when we were on news radio, I first got an Apple computer and got online. And I was fucking yeah. fascinated. I couldn't believe – We and did I, to CompuServe yeah. is how we got and on. to bring it all yeah. around, the first thing I did was download UFO reports. <laughs> I was downloading UFO – like a dork, like well, reading I, all these things. Yeah. Well, I remember the first – We did a first chat with somebody. I remember in 1993. Yeah. Wow. And it was because – Yeah, 95. an office computer. First time I had a uh, news radio was the first time I had an email account. Yeah. I remember that and getting on online. I know, and, and the, I mean, yeah, the first I think I went to the Louvre's 
site. Sure, to see what and, was on there. And, you know, watch, you know, Hieronymus Bosch paintings download in about 30 minutes. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> you know? And then that was, I was going, oh, my I God, it's like, the I, new it's like I'm at the Louvre. Well, I remember you had a program on your laptop. This was like 96. You had a program on your laptop that kept crashing, but when it worked, it was amazing because it would give you the news. Yes, as a screensaver. <laughs> yes. As a screensaver, That's it, amazing. The, the news would just come up. Yes. Constantly, in a constant flow of news. You've always From been very cutting internet. edge with technology. Yeah. He's yeah. Always and I wish that still technology. existed. It doesn't exist anymore. I don't even think it was Wi-Fi. I think you had no, to plug yeah. in. I had, I had an ISDN line in my house. Oh, oh wow. I remember. Which yeah. gave me 128 yeah. Yeah, you were kilobits per second you were light years speed. ahead of everybody I knew yeah. with and all was, your tech uh, yeah I had a T1 line installed in my house oh, yeah wow. Yeah, I remember it. Like I was I, like, I need. There's the only. I lived in the woods. It was the only way I could get like really high speed internet yeah. access. They had to carve a fucking hole in the ground and give me a business pipe. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Now five G's around the corner, man. Five G's going to change yeah. everything. Five G's fast. They say it's going to be hundreds of times faster than four G. Again. Yeah. Well, it's, yep. it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's like it's comparable to a to a fiber optic link. Yeah, on your right. phone. Yeah. I yeah. think CDs are those are gone now forever. No, I know, save them those, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Well, the real question is, like, where are we storing all this stuff if we're only storing it in ones and zeros? Like, we were talking about the demise of civilization right, in the past. they just blow that up, right? But that's what, that's what probably, I mean, every society probably, I don't think they reached that 10,000 f- years ago, but I think every society probably reaches some point where everything is just ones and zeros on a database somewhere. But and then if that a, crashes... But it's a physical place, right? Where this stuff internet. exists. Well, some things. Like yeah. all, all our yeah. Gmail accounts exist somewhere, There's right? There's huge sure. buildings with internet yeah. exchanges. Sure. But you know. what sure. if someone just drops a... You know? No, no, that's the, absolutely the case. But also, if yeah. something happens and the grid goes down and we... I mean, if we're hit, right? If uh, Manhattan... EMT. Well, yeah, yeah, fry well, everything. Yeah, sure. Of what what Dr. Robert Schock was talking about. If there's a EMP. fucking lightning storm right. that really torches buildings and yeah. starts everything on fire, good luck accessing all that shit. Not only that, if if human beings just skip a generation, like if we have a generation of turmoil and chaos, and and then we slowly rebuild civilization, how many of those people are going to understand computer code? How many of these people are going to understand Linux? How many of these people that are coming up without any education from a formal university, no internet connection whatsoever for decades, perhaps yeah. hundreds of years? It's like the resetting of civilization you talked about earlier. Exactly. We start all over again. And that's when the aliens come because they know we can't right. do anything but draw shit on clay Now's tablets. The time. <laughs> yeah, they, they wait until we can't take pictures anymore and then they come yeah. back and yeah. re-engineer. Yeah, yeah, right now they're just you know relying on the fact that nobody can frame a shot well. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the weirder thing about the alien theory was that they came down and genetically manipulated lower hominids. Yeah, that's the to weirder the one. Human species. Yeah, that's the weirder one. Yeah, or that they are they are a, a later evolved version of us coming back to check on us. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's the other thing too is about that archetypal image of the uh, alien with the, the gray, big head, yeah. with the big black eyes, is that if you go you go down from Australopithecus to home, modern Homo sapien, if you make this connect, you see this hunched over, very hairy, almost chimp-like humanoid, and then standing up, but, but losing all of its hair, and the head is much larger, doubling of the human brain size over a period of two million years. Yeah. Well, where's that going? 
Is that going to keep going? Well, if it keeps going, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get a feeble <laughs> thing. Head. Yeah. A feeble thing with a giant head. And right. that's what these aliens are. They're yeah. always feeble with giant heads. That's true. They have yeah. terrible uh And if they left, athletic. if they've been living off Earth for a long time, yeah. then yeah, your body's, you know. They're very out of shape. It's well, true. they also have no penises or vaginas. So right. the, yeah. the, the well, future, gonna, they, they realize. That saves a lot of time. Yeah. Yes. That gives you time to get stuff done. I'm, yeah. I'm, all, I'm already there. Yeah. And it's more of a meritocracy. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not banging people based on their tits and ass. Yeah. You, you don't have that anymore. There's no, no more of that. You just no more wasted just, time. Yeah, just sharing yeah. thoughts transparently yeah. through the air. No orbs. You, know? you don't need an orb like in the yeah. Woody Allen movie. Yeah. That? You don't even need to pick things up anymore. Everything's telekinetic. Right. Yeah. Using that giant head to move shit around. Never have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. That was the other like your pod. There's a guy that worked supposedly. Well, he I don't know if he really worked at Area 51, but the 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 whole story was Bob that Lazar. He did, yeah, Bob, yeah, Bob Lazar. Lazar. There's yeah, a new documentary. Doc- yeah, it's a good, it's a good it. documentary. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's one of those, again where you, where you it's just dealing with him as an individual. You go, okay, this guy isn't you know he isn't the the firebrand UFO believer that some people want him to be mm. and he's not the lunatic that other people want him to be but he didn't tell the truth about his education right isn't that the case isn't there some some finagling about the- yeah well definitely like the records of his education if they if he was telling the truth those records aren't around anymore right yeah so if he was telling the truth somebody expunged and yeah and he's and he's basically his argument is well if i didn't have this education why was i hired to do this job right you know I mean, I was hired to do this research by the government, and and they have the records of me doing the research. So why did they let me do this research for all these years if I didn't have the education to do it? But wouldn't there be someone that went to school with them? Like, don't you? You have friends from high school, right? Well, not many. Well, I yeah. I do. I have some <laughs> friends. They can go. Yeah, I was yeah, in no, fucking yes. fifth grade English yeah. with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a couple. Yeah. Wasn't there a guy who went to college with Bob Lazar? I could say, yeah, he's yeah. in yeah. physics one hundred and one with sure Bob. He's out there. Yeah, I think there are people. Yeah, yeah, that remember him from okay. school. So you you enjoyed the documentary. Do you remember what the name of it is? Uh, what? Oh God, what is it called? Bob Lazar, the guy who. Uh, it's a new. It's yeah. Somebody emailed me about that. About it's getting like, the guy who made that, it on. That's a real problem. Like UFO. Even this one is a fairly rational documentary, but it's. Uh, but they're so bad. <laughs> even this one is just. It's just got just bad filmmaking. Right. You know, at Bob points. Lazar, Area Fifty One, yeah. and Flying Saucers. Well, yeah, that's, that's, the ti- that's the title. Yeah, four point one. That's it. Uh, Jeremy Corbell. Yeah, I think he's the gentleman. Yeah, that and it's good except it also, but it has like Mickey Rourke doing voiceover, Thank weird God. poetic voiceovers. Perfect. At some point, I love it as the wrestler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and or as Barfly, yeah. so doing it as Bukowski, <laughs> that would be fine. It's got twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but it's come over of, here yeah. with your fucking UFO. But I mean, you've seen uh, <laughs> you've seen the um, was, um, I know what I saw and Out of the Blue those documentaries. No, you haven't seen because no. those are great. Are they Out of the Blue is a great serious documentary about the UFO phenomenon, and and I know what I saw is one sort of tracing the. Uh, the participants in the uh, the disclosure hearings at the press club in Washington. God, you're gonna bring me back into this shit. Yeah, I love them, man. I really wish they're real, but I'm telling you, my experience talking to these people when I did that sci-fi show I was like, yeah. oh, this is all nonsense. Yeah, but again, uh, that maybe those people were yeah. nonsense. But the trained military, yeah. the uh, air traffic controllers, the pilots. Yeah. Um, yeah, government officials like uh, f- what's his name, Fief. 
the guy, the governor of Arizona, mm-hmm. is one of the guys in I Know What I Saw in Out of the Blue. Oh, yeah, he was so the came, guy that was told to, like, mock it. Yeah, so he they brought, brought in a guy dressed like, a, yeah, yeah. Dressed he, like an alien. Yeah, you know, in these documentaries, he talks about how much he deeply regrets doing that. And this is from Out of the Blue? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. He deeply regrets. Maybe now he's not a governor anymore. He's trying to get a new angle on his career. Yeah. Right. But he basically said, you know what? Yeah. Tens of thousands of people saw these craft. Right. And we lied. We came out and we lied. Mm. And so he did he say who directed him to lie? Uh, he didn't really. He didn't say he was really directed to it. He said he, he felt like people were in a state of panic, and he thought he could relieve some of the fear by making a joke of it. And he said he mm. really regretted. He really just wanted to make relax people because mm. he huh? didn't. He didn't know what else to do. He said he didn't. He said I saw it. Everyone else saw it, and uh, I didn't know how to calm people down. So I made this joke, and he said he regrets it. You know, to this day. There's another thing about these UFO experiences and alien experiences where people really dive into them. There seems to be the athe- the atheist's version of religion to a lot yeah. of these folks. Yeah. Yeah. Which again I that I dismiss. You know, Do you? Uh, yeah. I don't think that's likely to be the case that they're here to, to save us or they're not can no, I don't mean redemption. that. I'm, no, I mean yeah. that. I mean the people that are believers that are really into it. It seems to be that that instead of focusing on a deity, they're focusing on an yeah. advanced yeah. civilization. Like transferring it to the, yeah. That something will. Yeah, yeah it's, it's something Space will save daddy. us. Right. Something will save us. Yeah, that when we decide to point those nuclear weapons at each other, and you yeah. know, it's going to come down. They'll come down at the last minute. Talk to Russia and yeah. Trump and make go, everything hey, good. Let's not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. So. I, but where were they during Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Yeah. Watching. Well, everybody <laughs> deserves a lunch break. Yeah, but I said, I don't think, <laughs> whoever, whatever is going on, it's, it's not an intervention. Well, you know, right, afterward, uh, right afterwards was when a giant swarm of UFO sightings happened. Yeah. Right after the nuclear bombs were dropped. Yeah. Oh. That's when the, there's a big uptick in UFO sightings. Yeah. And a lot of the, yeah, and as you said, a lot of the incidents are at nuclear uh, mm-hmm. missile sites. Yeah. I think they're get, going for fuel or something well, like they, that. Well, they've, they've uh, I mean, there was the one in Arizona somewhere, they, they were, UFOs showed up and shut down the entire launch system. They, all the missiles went offline at the same time. And it's, you know, and it's documented and it's in the records of the time. Dun, dun, dun. But all of the missiles went offline. You don't seem like you're never buying happened. this. I, I'm, I'm literally right in the middle. That's mm. where I live on this thing is I really don't know. I'm uh, not yeah. quite in the middle. I'm in the, I desperately want it to be real. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but you I'm feel st- it's not. I'm still... I'm I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's, See, I guess I guess I'm edging. But yeah. my desire, my desire is towards yeah. reality. I want it to be a reality. When John Landis came out as a Bigfoot, that bothered me. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. He came out as a Bigfoot believer. No, he came out as the guy in the suit. Oh. Oh well, yeah. Do you remember that? No, no. that's just a lie. Put the, Why did he do that? that about five or six. From years Harry ago. and the Hendersons, <laughs> that suit. <laughs> no. This is him and his college friends. They made they're the Bigfoot in the in the famous video. No, that's Bob. No, that's Bob Hieronymus. Put in Not John Landis. Th- no, no, mm-hmm. no. There's a video of Bob. Bob Hieronymus was friends with the. See that that story that Bigfoot story is a real problem because that's the yeah. Robert the Patterson film. Patterson was a con man who went to jail for writing a bad check that paid for the very camera he used to film Bigfoot. He went out looking to film Bigfoot. Yeah, they had a fucking suit. I mean, he was trying to get a suit. They got oh, a guy, okay. Bob Hieronymus, who's a big, tall guy who walks like Bigfoot. So that's There's the Bigfoot a video movie. of, yeah. yes, 
the Patterson footage. If there's a bit video that superimposes Bob Hieronymus walking on one side and Bigfoot on the other side. They walk the same. They fucking, this is, it's the guy. Yeah. It's him. And by the way, Bigfoot looks like a guy in a Bigfoot suit. There's not a fucking <laughs> animal on the planet that looks like a person in an animal suit. You yeah. never look at a swan and go, hey, that looks like a person right. in a swan suit. No. Yeah. Things that, like, if you see a gorilla, it does not look like a person in a gorilla suit. Right, the, no, the, the hips are in the different place. Everything's different. Totally, uh, yeah. The totally anatomy is uh, different. different. That's yeah. the same with this fucking stupid footage. It's so dumb that the people that buy into that and believe it, it's like, come on, l just look at yeah. it. That's look what I'm saying. It. It, was always, it was always... See if you can find that footage. Yeah. Bob Hieronymus n right next to... D Bob Hieronymus as Bigfoot. I mean, there's a there's a video on YouTube where they show the stabilized image of this <laughs> animal moving across the... And I, by the way, I've been to that area where they saw that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really interesting. Cause was it's, it on it's, your show that yet? But there's still like people, like anthropologists, who will still say the, you know, that there's clear evidence that can, the bone structure of this Bigfoot but can something, creature doesn't match yeah. human. There's a single thing but out there. How can sense. it survive? I mean, is there well, more than one Bigfoot? Well, it's not a single thing. Yeah, there has to be a community. Yeah, yeah, there has to be a community. The, the compelling, interesting aspect of Bigfoot is that there was an animal called Gigantopithecus that existed yeah. as recently as 100,000 years ago, and they found teeth in the 1920s in an apothecary shop in China that were an unknown hominid. And then they were like, where'd you get these? And then they found the area where they found them, and they started discovering more, and they found some jawbone fragments and some various bones. See this? Look at this. Look at that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, get the mm -hmm. fuck That's out of amazing. here. That's amazing. That's the guy. That's amazing. Yeah. That's him. And he admits he, he was Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. It's the same it's the He admits same it. Guy. He talked to me. It's fucking him. Mm -hmm. oh he talked God. about it. That's he said fantastic. he told the story. They said, "All right, ready, go." Seemed Start the walking same out body the woods. Shape. Exactly. Yeah. So put that guy in a big old stupid fucking furry suit, and you have Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's a hundred percent him. Um, yeah. So does that mean, mean there's not one out there? No. So Gigantopithecus was a real animal that they think was a bipedal hominid that lived somewhere around 100,000 years ago for sure, but most likely coincide, lived alongside human beings for yeah. eons, right? And this thing was an 8 to 10 foot tall. See, see if you get an image of um, the photo of a recreation of a Gigantopithecus next to a, a modern human being. It's really interesting. It was huge. A yeah. huge bipedal and there's fossil ape. record of it. And it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like if a gorilla, well, it was a gorilla's like 500 pounds. Yeah. I mean, a fucking gorillas, yeah. gorillas were considered mythical creatures yes. until like yes. 1890s. Um, uh, scroll up, Jamie. There's a better image right above you. Was it, um, or was it even the 1900s that gorillas were first dis like officially discovered? There's a, there's a better one where it shows wow. a man with the, the, the yeah. fake Bigfoot wrapped around his... Um, keep scrolling. There's uh, a that, that that's a good one. Yeah, oh, there it is. Great. That's the guy. That's the guy. So that's what that thing looked like. Yeah. So if you saw that in the woods, you'd be like, "Holy fucking shit!" Hell An yeah. Eight foot tall, gigantic, hairy uh, ape creature. I wouldn't yeah. touch it like that guy's touching. Well, it. he's I'll a friend right now. That's yeah. his buddy. It's like when you see dudes from Russia with bears. or was <laughs> hugging them yeah. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's a real animal. So that's yeah. probably why there's so many. 
mythological stories about this thing, and the mm. Native Americans have more than a hundred different names for these creatures it's along like similar to the fish tribes. they find that they thought was extinct for around yeah. 100,000 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. armored plated fish. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot of animals. I mean, that's cryptozoology in a nutshell. There's a lot of animals that we think are extinct that probably aren't, but that one is a very unlikely one. Because it's, you know, it needed an enormous supply Range. of food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge, huge animal. Yeah. But the thing about it is that the sightings occur all in the Pacific Northwest, which if you follow the Bering landmass, that's where they would have come across. If they came across with humans, they would have come across into Alaska where yeah. there's a lot of sightings and down into the Pacific Northwest where there's a lot of sightings. Yeah. But there's sightings all over the country now. Yeah. But, but is there any fossil record outside of Africa? Specific? Of Gigantopithecus? No. no. No, there's not. No, there's yeah. not. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's all it's uh, Asia actually. Asia is where they find yeah. them. Yeah, it's not even Africa. Huh. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Asians are tiny. Yeah. Oh, right. Tiny people. Well, it's not a person. Not this one. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's compelling in the sense that there was a bunch of different kinds of hominids that existed. Yeah. You know the and the, then we, know, the, we only now know that yeah. we we interbred with Neanderthal. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That that's that most of us have Neanderthal DNA in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most white folks. Um, mm-hmm. Which is interesting, right? Because it was it was the opposite. If it was uh, black people had it, it would be a really controversial subject, you know. But instead, it's dumb white people like me. Yeah. I have fifty seven percent more Neanderthal DNA than the average person. I, you know what? I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Me neither. I was like, I knew yeah. it. I'm, I'm pretty knew sure. I'm pretty sure my Neanderthal count is low. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. That explains the club you carry around. With it's you all the time. Uh, I got rid of that, bro. Oh, but it's a European thing. Yeah. A lot of Europeans, you know, interbred with. And well, Neanderthals, well, by the way, had a way longer run than we have. They well, they colonized mm-hmm. Europe way yeah way yeah. before. Uh, they were around for five hundred thousand years unchanged. I mean, Homo sapiens have only been around. No, I think not long like at all. Three hundred thousand yeah. yeah. years. And our yeah. ego sort of says, "Oh, we usurped and we." We we drove them into extinction, yeah. and in fact, no, we just mated them into just extinction, <laughs> fucked right. them to death, just, just <laughs> dissolved it. Yeah, we just yeah. Right. just diluted it yeah. until just, it was gone. Yeah, we ruined their purity. Right. We probably yeah. drugged them and neutered them. Yeah, probably. Once we figured out how to do that, uh, which is early. The, you know about that uh, Hobbit person thing that they found on the island of Flores? Yeah, that's yeah. another one that they didn't know no, until. What's that? It's. God. Homo floriensis, I think yeah. is the name of it. It's yeah. a tiny little person-like thing. They, they it was like three, uh, feet, three tall. feet tall with, yeah. and, and had large feet. Yeah. Why are you guys looking at me? Lar- <laughs> Not, bro. No, okay. just we all have our own genetic yeah. history. That, that was a real thing that yeah. existed oh, as three recently feet? as yeah, three literally, feet? See yeah. that image? That's what oh, they wow. looked like. And that that existed, yeah, Homo floriensis. That's yeah. it. Um, and they existed as recently as fourteen thousand years ago. What? They found, yeah, yeah. yeah. They coexisted. They coexisted with modern humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they think modern humans might have wiped them out because they were probably. Yeah. I you know, they they it. think there's some cannibal, not cannibalism, but they preyed upon our children and stuff like that. They ate us. They ate us. Yeah, well, we well, ate they, them. they were eating us. Well, oh. there was one of the one of the things that I read. The speculation was that they might have. Uh, there might have been a, an issue with them. Like invading and trying to see, you know, like chimps have yeah. stolen babies and eaten them. Well, you know, yeah, it's a really common thing. Actually, it? babies are delicious. <laughs> well, that's why people like lamb. Unfortunately, 
you know mm-hmm. veal yeah well exactly yeah <laughs> well that was I heard there was a company that that produced a, ve- a vegan version of human flesh what? Oh, to try and Why? sell what? to sell to people in Papua New Guinea that's disgusting oh. where do I get this we're no oh. longer allowed to eat human flesh that's hilarious that's awful I read this thing about uh, people in New Guinea that were cannibals and they were talking to them after World War II and they were trying to figure out how the Europeans, once they found out how many people were killed during World War II, they were trying to figure out how the Europeans managed to eat that much meat. <laughs> yeah. And then they told them, no, they don't eat the people they kill. And they were horrified. Yeah. They were like, so, so you, waste, you waste all, all, the, all the people that meat? you kill in battle? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, it would be horror. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a waste. What and a it was crazy a way, way to look yeah. at it. And then they mm. believe they absorbed the Something. noble qualities of their enemy. Mm. Only the good spots. Yeah. Wow. By so eating certain them. spots you don't eat. Yeah. If some if 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 you're if you killed someone in a battle who you thought was truly yeah. uh, a great yeah. warrior. Well, that's what brings you back to the whole UFO thing that makes it so compelling to me is that we have really serious protocols for dealing with uncontacted tribes. We we don't engage with uncontacted tribes, and we find yeah. I mean we almost universally agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, loggers do in the Amazon yeah. Yeah. assholes and mean people. But the, the, the idea in the scientific community is we should leave these people alone. And so when they find these uncontacted tribes, whether it's North Sentinel Island where that missionary was killed recently mm-hmm. or yeah. the Amazon when they're you know going through these jungles and finding these small bands of people, they overwhelmingly everybody wants to back off and leave them alone. Yeah. Yep. And they are so close to us. I mean, they're human beings. They're homo sapiens. They have tools. They have civilization. They have law. They have all these different things. Mm-hmm. They live in these c- communities. They're us. Yeah. And we back off. Yeah. Imagine. What aliens. Imagine what aliens right. would do. I mean, just imagine. Have, yeah. That's true. That's if they're conscious. What is this, Jamie? This they don't want to screw Hufu, up. the human flesh alternative. The healthy Hufu. human flesh Hufu. alternative. It's That's not, it? It's, yeah. not yeah. Yeah. it's not real. It's not real, though. Is oh, there, there's a hoax from like 4chan. Another 4chan thing. One Hufu burger, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'll down have for a Hufu burger. Deep fried Hufu burger. Yeah. Mm. Long to- pig. Once you see tofu processed, you're like, oh, this <laughs> I'm is. I'm going back to me. This is. Is this really good for you? Like, what? This is so processed. Yeah. So fucking Slop. It's like reduced to yeah. nothingness and then formed again. Can I yeah. just eat soybeans? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, which you can do. Yes. Yeah, you can. Yeah. 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 Trader Joe's, you can buy a bag of frozen yeah. ones. Yeah. That's the way yeah. to go. Yeah. I think so. Don't eat fucking tofu. Why That's do I have to have gross. it? Tastes in like a toothpaste tube. Well, it tastes like nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird choice. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't stand anything made from tofu. But I think that if aliens did see us, there they would probably take a hands-off approach if we weren't totally ruining everything. Like if we didn't yeah. have some antimatter They'd weapon, observe. That's yeah, about it. yeah, some black hole weapon that we we're just gonna just fucking nuke on New Mexico just to see how it works. <laughs> Happen. And, and they, <laughs> if they yeah. saw, if they yeah. saw that it was gonna burn a hole through the planet and kill everything, on they might step in. Yeah. Maybe for a second. Well, there yeah. was the theory before they launched CERN. Uh, uh, yes. The, the yeah, they, we all thought collider. that it was going to end, open up a worm, open well, up was, a black hole. That it would, it would create a particle that would devour the fabric of they the universe. Was, yeah. They thought it was a black hole that would expand and expand yeah. and expand until maybe it did. What? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it did. God, maybe, man. Maybe it restarted. Yeah. You maybe, know, maybe we're in a parallel right. universe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe we were knocked off our timeline into another place. Yeah. It makes right. less sense. Yeah, it was, it was the thing that was going around the internet a little while ago that the, the evidence of multiple universes that we pop in and out of different yes. realities. Right. Like the fact that we. It's a multiverse. Know, like That's the Ford logo. Let's say, do you remember, do you recognize this part of the Ford logo? And they say, most people n- never n- noticed it. There's a weird little squiggle in the F. Really? Yeah. 
Well, the, said, Fed, the FedEx know. thing blows people's minds, too. Yeah. What's that? It's the arrow. What arrow? Exactly. Hmm. Bring up FedEx. If yeah, you never, FedEx. if you, you'll never not see the arrow again. Hmm. Yeah. Same thing with the Ford logo. Hmm. It's like there's yeah, the, the Ford, it's, it's like, not a normal. So it's all F. perceptions. It's like hmm. it's been there the whole time, and I didn't. FedEx. I didn't know there was an arrow there. Yeah, there are people who insist that. Oh. <laughs> the FedEx oh. arrow is really. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, but that's an accidental arrow. No. You think so? Where's they designed it, it in there. They did. Where's, where's the yeah. arrow? They definitely designed it right oh, there. Oh yeah, right there. Hmm? The white part. That's yeah. A, that's oh, an that. Arrow? Oh yeah. yeah. Now yeah. you never see it again, or never not see it again. I know it's funny, huh? But I mean that could oh, be the like Ford, the universe. Yeah, here's right? the Ford. Yeah, the What's little the squiggle, Ford thing? little squiggle in the F. Jesus, why is that a squiggle? Why is it? I squiggle? never saw that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Is it actually the fuck spells makes an F like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that means it actually spells fjord. <laughs> yeah, or Ford. 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 Is that an I? What is it? Why yeah. would they squiggle it? Why did they do that? Oh, Ooh, it's not there. didn't used to do that. Interesting. Mandela See, it's yeah, the fi- the stuff timeline. that's right in front the of you. Mandela that you don't effect. Even that's know right, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. The people who insist that Freaks Mandela died in, in, jail, yeah. in jail. So was there always a squiggle? When did, what is I don't that? Know. Is that a real Ford, that little thing? When did yeah. they make the squiggle? Okay, that's, so that's normal. Because that's what I thought the Ford thing looked yeah. like until, someone, until I saw this. Is it maybe in Mandela the future, effect. did they stop the squiggle at some point? They must I have. Don't, don't or the opposite. Maybe they add the squiggle. Dave, you what's can't a, bring up the squiggle without what's a proper modern, information. I didn't do the research. What's a modern Ford? Go to a uh, 2019 Ford Mustang. Let's see that. Let's see if they have the yeah, squiggle. I think it has the squiggle now. It does? They I think added, it does. So maybe some asshole yeah. wanted to justify his existence by ruining yeah. their, yo- their beautiful logo. changed the logo. logo. Yeah. Um, look at that. Let's see. Ooh, I mean, that, logos do change. That is the squiggle, That's I think. That's the squiggle. Yeah. Yeah. That's a new Mustang, so the squiggle is a current. Yeah. Yep. The squiggle's current. It really doesn't fit. No, it looks stupid. Yeah. It would look better without that stupid mm-hmm. squiggle. Totally. The only thing that's saving that squiggle is that no one noticed it up until now. Oh, great. Yeah. Now I'm never not going to notice the <laughs> Thank squiggle. Thank you, Mandela effect. <laughs> oh, I hate Mandela effect. I, but that just seems like b- people fucking with something that's not broken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like, let's just remember change they, it up. Right. Remember when they came up with a new Coke? Fuck yeah. It was a, like a riot. Yeah. That's they had not a riot on their evidence hands. of a parallel universe. Yeah. That's just a stupid idea. Just ruined Coke. Yeah. Do you yeah. know the Coke's made with real cocaine? The original Coke, yeah. No, today. Today? Yes. I thought, they, I thought they replaced it with caffeine. No, they used coca leaves. Back in the 30s. They used coca leaves for flavor, yes. In fact, the company... Still. Dude, it's crazy. The company that makes the coca... The, the company that uses the coca leaves, that brings in the coca leaves to make Coca-Cola, is the number one u- creator of medical-grade cocaine. They use that coca leaf... To also make medical grade cocaine, ah. there's no cocaine in, in Coca Cola, but there, there is a flavor. Pull, that's a bunch of different Ford logos. Yeah, over old the ones. years. See, Old I just drink. Squiggle. I drink Diet Coke, which is ah, just twenty seven, twelve, nineteen twenty seven, two thousand three. All of them, huh? Huh? I like mm-hmm. the one in nineteen oh three. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, very weird. Yeah. Um, Google Coke. They use. Coca leaves to make Coca Cola. They still do. Yeah. They actually do. Wow. And then the well, company that does that because makes cocaine. Because the, the yeah, because the recipe it's, for it's Coke a, it's is, a is herbal. Issue? There's like a mm-hmm. lot of herbs yeah. that go into yeah. Coke. Yes, it's a, a flavor. Yeah, but the Diet Coke is just chemicals. It's all artificial. Remember, I was in school when the new Coke thing happened, and then see look at this advertising. 
Besides producing the coca flavor agent for Coca-Cola, the Stefan Company extracts cocaine from the coca leaves, which sells it to hmm, Alan Crockett, a St. Louis, Missouri pharmaceutical manufacturer that is the only company in the United States licensed to purify cocaine for medical use, oh. medicinal use. Yeah. There you go. So they're actually using actual coca leaves. So someone, I guarantee you, if you follow the paperwork, there's a bunch of cocaine hanging around God, the executives. Yeah. A little residual. Those yeah. guys, they get a little bit here Chewing and there. leaves Just, at work. Yeah. yeah. Gives you a little pep me up. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what's amazing is that you're not allowed to chew the leaves because apparently chewing the leaves is really healthy. Yeah. You get flavonoids. It's actually good for you. And it gives you a pickup that's very similar to caffeine. Yeah. I mean, that's why, yeah, mm. people living in the, you know, those it's, forests have been yeah. chewing them well, Oh, they love Amazon rainforest. They love chewing, mm -hmm. chewing what's, those leaves. What's this, Jamie? Uh, just one of those weird things that pops up when you see uh, 90% of their sales are done in the United States, but it's an Irish tax-registered manufacturer. Uh, uh, that's the Irish Kingdom. economic explosion. Mark Trudeau one of those weasel moves. Yeah. One of them tax weasel moves. Uh, yeah. Taxes. That's a bizarre when you find out these giant corporations that make billions of dollars that they're all in Ireland and they weasel out of taxes yeah oh you know yeah how much did Amazon they, pay last year because they don't believe in socialism did you read that how many taxes they paid last year Amazon <laughs> zero. No, no. zero zero well you yeah. know it's nice how, that, how does that work? it exists and yeah. you know you get a one click and have some <laughs> yeah. toilet paper sent to you. I'm, I'm happy. I'm <laughs> happy to use their product. And that's why they need that's why they needed a billion dollars in tax breaks from uh, the city of New York. How does that work? How does I don't that know. work? They could pay zero in taxes. Zero. Yeah, like why, and why did they need those tax breaks in Long Island? Maybe that's if why they're the not going to pay them anyway. They're like you fucking dummies, you let Amazon fuck you over like yeah. that. Or maybe or maybe that's why they're yeah. coming here all their money's in Ireland. Uh, yeah. Ireland's doing great. Yeah. Ireland's kicking ass with <laughs> yeah. cocaine. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Chew leaves. Aliens got a bank somewhere. I'm going to curl and there's chew um, leaves. A current, there's some sort of a ballot initiative where they're trying to put uh, psilocybin uh, in the same medicinal category as they're using uh, as for they're marijuana. marijuana. Well, I hope they yeah. do. Cause, yeah. Wait, you mean yeah. like we'll be able to get in, well, in yes. stores? In California, yeah. they're trying to do that and pass medical the uh, medical psilocybin for therapy. Yeah. Well, here's I, cause I've been on antidepressants since news radio days. And I'm just actually just went off it this month. This month. How are yeah. you feeling? Good. Oh, you look great. Good. Oh. Yeah. I feel oh, very shit. good. And like part of it was because I had this head injury a few years ago. What happened? I had a, uh, well, I, I, uh, I, I don't know if you remember this. I used to drink quite a bit. I do remember. Do you remember that? Now I, uh, <laughs> now I, you do? one night about four years ago, uh, I went out, got really drunk uh, right before Christmas, and uh, wound up, I guess, at a the bar called The Must downtown right around the corner from my apartment. And I fell down on the patio, f just fell over like that. Uh, I would call <laughs> like it a cartoon. I would call it a dead fall backwards. Yeah. And landed on the back of my head. Oh, my God. And hit my head on the, on the stone patio. <laughs> With enough force that my brain gave me a black eye from the inside of my, my head. Oh it's my called cerebral God. hemorrhage, I believe. Yeah, and I had, I had a subdural hematoma. Subdural hematoma. I was in the ICU for four days. He had this oh. red eye. had one of those blood, yeah. bright red blood eyes. Yeah. You have pictures of this? Uh, yeah, I do somewhere. I think Put my on Instagram. <laughs> no, I guess my tab of this guy. Not tab of Oh, Jesus. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, they, they can, they can, can edit this out. Can you edit that out of my memory, it, though? edit this out. <laughs> can you Is this like Total Recall uh. where you can just remove things? <laughs> but Chrissy, you know, Chrissy has the photos of all that. Uh but but the weird thing was, and uh, and then I decided I was all right. Well, I said all right. I got to quit drinking, and I thought let's you know it'll be hard, but I'll do it. And uh, and I kept waiting for it to get hard to not drink. 
yeah. and it never did. Like, I'm now four years, I haven't had a drink in four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, He's uh, on heroin and, now, Yeah. <laughs> but did you do anything? Nothing. No pot? No. Nothing. No, I wish I could. I don't like pot. I wish mm. I could enjoy what pot. What don't you like about it? It makes me very quiet and paranoid. That's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, For uh, real, that's yeah. what I like about it. Oh. I like pot. But you seem very lucid when you're on pot. Yeah. You seem very, and very communicative. Yeah. Whereas when I smoke pot, I can't put a sentence together. Uh, yeah, it makes all. me friendly. Yeah, it makes mm. me very withdrawn. Mm. Alcohol makes me friendly. Right. It does saying, that for me too. Yeah. yeah, I always say the one thing I miss about drinking is, you know, the liking people. Right. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. You should like me more. Right? Yeah. But it's, that is a thing, right? But I have, because of this brain injury, I, it never was hard to not drink. I, my urge to drink was gone. From getting knocked in the head? Yeah. Wow. And also, I noticed over the couple of years, I said, I haven't had any depression. Whoa. And so, uh, just before, I guess, in like November, I said, I talked to my doctor, I said, I want to go off the antidepressants and see what happens. And uh, so, I've been like gradually weaned off and just this month, took like the last antidepressant about a month ago. So, how long is the weaning process? It's like about three months. And no, how do you really do that? addictive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And how do you do it when you're it's, weaning? It's just gradually reducing the dosage, the daily dosage, and then doing it every other day, and then eventually mm. just, it's gone. But they have a protocol? Yeah. Yeah. And so, did he discourage you? No, my doctor was, he was excited about it. He said, oh, that's oh. great. Congratulations. Good, good. You know, I said, but, you know, keep mm-hmm. keep in touch and let me know. He was a real doctor too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess so. He had a thing, he had a, a reflector on his head. That's all you oh, need. Oh, well, that means he's yeah. a real doctor. He had a yeah. white lab coat. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, and he's like, I think he lives in the neighborhood. He's always walking around outside. That's him. Yeah. That's a doctor. So, so we did it. And, uh, and so now I'm about a month, I'm about a month in without any antidepressants what what is the difference uh i don't really know yet i mean it's hard you don't feel to different gauge it uh i f- I, def- I definitely feel more emotional oh uh you know i kept crying at the oscars really I mean, what? The, <laughs> what parts <laughs> all of it what <laughs> you could have had kevin hard host <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucked it but, up. No, but, I, but i'm definitely more i think i'm more emotional you're more connected baby. yeah and uh, you know, so we'll see what happens. And you know, hopefully, I mean, I hopefully it's, I'm part of what I was thinking. I hope it will help with writing because I felt like I was having trouble coming up with story ideas. For yeah, things. you do hug me too long now. I've yeah, noticed. yeah. Oh, I've, oh, I've become a predator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's what it is. Yeah, right. uh, but I feel good about it. That's the important thing. <laughs> mm. So the only thing is emotions, and you feel more creative. You feel more in touch. I, I don't know yet. I don't you know don't yet, know. and I don't even know if I feel. I just know. I, I definitely know. There's a uh, there's a heightened emotionalism. Mm. Has it affected your in, improvising? In the last little while. And it doesn't seem to have. I was worried it would. I was worried that I would. Uh, be I like I might not be able to go out and do those shows because I'd be more I was worried I might be more moody and you know mm, yeah yeah uh, but it so far hasn't uh, affected them because um, I went on them in news radio because I couldn't work at one point I got to the point where I just couldn't work anymore and that's when I started going on antidepressants and it saved me you know so I totally believe you know people should get on meds and stay on them you know. It definitely helped some people. I mean, it saved a couple of my friends, for sure. Yeah. That were suicidal and just really didn't know where to turn. They got on the right ones and, you know, they had experiment. Yeah, Yeah. I don't think I would have made it through the, you know, the 2000s. Really? Wow. You know? And, you know, like, we just lost Brody Stevens, just died. Yeah, he got off his meds. Yeah. He, um, he, He didn't like the way it felt to be on them and... 
you know, it was so that he's so hard. That's such a hard one to take because everyone loved that guy, and yeah. to think that everyone—I mean, he has no haters. I don't know a single person was like that guy was a dick. No, 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 no one. Everyone loved him. He hit everybody really hard. Yeah, from close friends to people who just knew him a little bit. Like I knew him just a little bit. I he was him so well. sweet, but he was so so tortured. He was just yeah. in pain all the time, and yeah, it's just it's so strange that you think the thing that people like most is for other people to love them and to care about them, and everybody loved Brody. Yeah, but yet he couldn't. It just couldn't go, go on, but I never, I've never known Brody to have a relationship. I've yeah. never known him to have a special someone in his life, and mm. I mean that that alone had yeah. probably be very, very depressing. Yeah, he, well, especially if if everyone loves you, but you don't feel connected to any of them, right? Like how empty that right. feels, and that's yeah, the core of depression. That's fame, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's also yeah. the core of depression. I have yes. having had depression. Mm. Yeah, one of the things that hits you is that feeling you just can't connect and does was yours coming about when your first marriage was breaking up i mean i have lifelong depression but i didn't get it treated until that point when i was like you know it was like uh yeah because the marriage was breaking up and i had to fly to like africa twice in a month to see my kids do you remember the time that i protected a reporter from you Oh, at the TCAs. <laughs> yeah. He was on malaria medication and drinking, which apparently you're not supposed malaria. to do. <laughs> yeah. So super sweet, kind Dave was, was going to kick someone's ass. And I literally had to like <laughs> yeah. hold on to him. I kind of like, want to see that. Yeah. Oh, and I had, because that was, uh, yeah, the thing, I'd just been to, been flown to Africa twice and I just got back and we did the TCAs. And I think I also threw a glass at, uh, oh, fuck, I'm blanking on his name. Tony. Tony, 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 uh, Jesus. Yeah, fuck, I'm blanking too. Probably, uh, nice guy, sorry, dude. Yeah, Randall, Tony, Jesus, I love to- Tony's a great guy, but I was like out of my skull, and I just yeah. Yeah, well, that was that was a reporter. I uh, you took to- his report, you took his tape recorder and dunked it in, in his a drink, glass. Yeah. Oh my god! And threatened to kick his ass. Yeah, because I was yeah, I was drunk. Wow. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, oh my god. Do sorry. I have to do something? Sorry, I missed I was that. like, I have yeah. to stop this. Uh, this is crazy. I can't <laughs> believe this in. is happening. That's, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, and it was after that, that that I just went on the antidepressants because I yeah. crashed really hard after that. And it was like one of the things where I thought, I, yeah, said, you I were, can't go to work. It, I can't it, do anything. You were experiencing that combination, apparently, of the malaria medication and alcohol. It's like a crazy combination. Yes. Yeah. And then you add to that jet lag and yeah. and the trauma of being separated from my kids yeah yeah the, the malaria pills on their own yeah. make you mentally Ill. well the thing is i love sort of her yeah. yeah i left harari uh to the sound of my 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 eldest child screaming daddy don't go oh, and, you know which even now i can't talk about <sighs> yeah god see it's not worth having kids no <laughs> no <laughs> it isn't none? Yeah. Do you have he none? Does. I have one. Do you have one? <laughs> I have a 17 year old. Yeah. Oh, it's good. They're on their yeah. own now, basically. Yeah, yeah. In the year, you could just oh, write them off. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He's, next year, he's going to college. So. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, if you are out there, get on meds and stay on them. Yeah. Like Brody should have stayed on his meds. Well, you know, I just, I wish we could have all known yeah. how he was and how close he was to that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like people think, like, uh, like suicide, the thing is, like, if you're close to suicide, it's the most rational choice you'll ever make when wow. you're when you're that close. Right. It just seems like the most sensible like way to deal with the issue. you got to stop this because it's otherwise it's too much pain. Yeah. 
I heard someone describe it as um, it's not even an burning, emotional decision. It's a burning. It's jumping out of a burning building. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like there's that choice into the burning building, or yeah. Was that feeling yeah. where, you, where you go? This is not there's an no, emotional decision I'm making. There's no choice. I've had two friends hang themselves this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean yeah. that. That is. I never thought I would ever say that. Yeah. I never thought that that would be a way that people would be going out either. Yeah. I remember what we had Drake say there. <sighs> yeah. Oh, he was hard. Yeah. That was a oh. hard one. I, I I knew Drake back in the, uh, essentially my open mic days. Yeah. He was uh, an established comedian in Boston, and I was just starting out. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But so, even though I'm happy that my brain injury... <laughs> Yeah. Seems to have cured my depression. That's fucking crazy. Do you know a brain injury was responsible for Sam Kinison? Uh, Oh, the car crash, right? Yeah, he got hit by a car when he was a kid and became this wild man. Yeah. Same Uh thing with Roseanne. I mean, one of the reasons why I wanted to have Roseanne on the podcast and talk about her her issue with uh, her television show and everything and her outbursts and all the crazy stuff she says on Twitter is because I know her. And I know her past. And so I, right away at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, let's get into what happened to you. Mm-hmm. And because I don't think she talked about it that much. She was hit by a car. She was in a fucking psychiatric, psychiatric war for nine months. Yeah. Like she was gone and she was never the same person again. When was this? She was 15 years old. Yeah. Nine months. She was months walking across the street and someone had glare in their eyes from the sun and didn't yeah. see her, hit her with a car. The fucking, the hood ornament went into her head. I mean, she had a severe yeah. brain injury. She w- couldn't count anymore. She couldn't do math anymore. She was she was a very smart student before then, and then crippled by it afterwards. Yeah. And then for nine months, she was in a psych ward, and she Jesus. talked about it. I'm like, I wanted people to know, like, this is- I don't is, think anybody knows that. They know now, hopefully yeah. more than they knew then, but people that work with her did. So when they were writing her off, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is like taking a person with a broken leg and saying, you know, yeah. I'm mad at you that you can't run. Yeah, and that's the thing, and, and like whatever you're, I mean, obviously Roseanne said some crazy and terrible things, and and messed up a lot of people's lives, but she's also a genius. She she's also, a comedic genius. Yeah, she also made that show one of the best shows on TV when it was originally on the air. But she's always done crazy yeah. shit. You remember when she grabbed her crotch and spit when she did the national anthem, and everybody hated her then. They went yeah. crazy, and this is like yeah. early two thousands. She did that. She was always wild, but that mm-hmm. was why she was so good as a comic. That was her appeal. Though. She did not give a fuck. Unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. like just yeah. wild, and that is like Kinison, and it came out of head yeah. injuries. Yeah, you know, really, it's a well, lot there of was, it. Well, there was the, the famous story of the guy who uh, was, I guess, working in a mine. There was an explosion, and uh, uh, like rebar went through his brain. And they said before that he was a nice guy, and after that he became. They said he became evil. He was just an evil person. Yeah. After this rebar went through his brain, and uh, I mean, this also uh, happens. Yeah. And well, the Texas School Book Depository shooter, mm-hmm. or not, it wasn't School Book Depository. I'm confusing that with uh, Texas Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tower? the Texas Tower shooter. Yeah. Che- Texas Tower shooter had a brain tumor. Yeah. They, oh, they wow. found that after he died. Like, well, the, well, this is what it was. Yeah. But yeah. you also have people who have suffered brain injuries and come out of it being able to speak French. Yes. Yes. Or yes. play piano. Play piano. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I you think know, most or, people or speak yeah. French yeah. probably have a brain injury. Yes. But Am I right? America. <laughs> yeah. Or people that like Joke. suddenly can paint photorealistic paintings. Yeah. Yes. Who have never had any artistic ability before, but they yeah. have a brain injury. Yeah. And it unlocks that. Well, and, you're yeah. a, all I got was sobriety out of how it. How can you know crazy. a language? Example. How yeah. can you? It's amazing, though. It does happen for real. Well, they don't. Yeah. They can learn it quicker, I think. I don't think they know it 
initially. They don't come out knowing it. No, somehow. I mean, you, you, well, the piano. I've heard piano, these people. They yeah. like literally could sit down and just yeah. could knew what to do. Well, there's certain things that happen, right? If people have certain spectrum issues, right, where they're far better at mathematics, yeah. Yeah. far worse at social interactions. Sure, there's there's pathways that are more lubed for you to figure things out that aren't as confused by social issues or, or, or social stigmas or just normal human communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Smartest people in history. A lot of them are like A that. lot of them. Yeah. A lot of super fucking geniuses are on the spectrum. Well, Einstein yeah. didn't speak till he was five? No. Like that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like they thought, he was, they thought he, was, he was mentally retarded. Wow. Yeah. That was back when they used to use that word. Too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now you can get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Thank God we didn't use it. Yeah. Um, you, when you had the head injury, so how much time was it before you felt like, did you just stop drinking on the spot? Yeah. I had, it was December 22nd. Uh, I remember Jackie was, yeah. went to visit you and, you, and remember it was Hawaii, right? They were going off. No, New York. New was, York. Yeah, I was going to go to New York. Going off to take, New York. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy and Alina to New York. We're going to go to New York for for the holidays, for Christmas <laughs> and New Year's. My wife was like, "Now you're not because you did this. You don't get to go to New York with yeah. your with your yeah. family." And they went, they went, <laughs> they went that way. But you know, but then again, and Chrissy, you know, I woke up in the ICU, and Chrissy and Alina were there, and we celebrated Christmas in the I, ICU. Wow, you know, and so uh, that was a pivotal moment. Man. Yeah, yeah. So you just decided on the spot, no more drinking. Yeah, and just said, "All right, I'm going to think I'm done." And, wow. And but again, I was preparing because I'd, but a uh, few years earlier, I guess about maybe eight years earlier, I tried quitting drinking. You told me about this. You were talking mm-hmm. to me about pot. Yeah. You, you, we were talking about, you were like, I got to stop drinking. How far did you yeah. get? Uh, I went a year and a half without drinking, I think. That's pretty good. Yeah. What brought but you I back? hated, I hated, well, I hated every minute of it. Really? Yeah. It was like every, every day I thought it would be nice to drink. <laughs> like every day he just hung in there for a few hundred days yeah wow you still know pretty good but like this time yeah but even now like i'll still like go oh you know i'll, I'll think yeah I, I do miss the taste of scotch you know because mm. you take you work so hard to learn to like it yeah you know and you, you really it, like scotch yeah um, what, are, what are the positive benefits of not drinking of not drinking um you don't hit me that's true, <laughs> but that's only positive for you, Paul. That's true. I thought we were really talking does, about everybody's doesn't really positive affect me. thing. Oh, okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, I think the uh, not that that I don't do anything to uh, unknowingly embarrass my daughter. If I'm going to mm. embarrass my daughter now, it's deliberate, right? You know <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, that's mostly just just you know remembering things, knowing where I was yeah. the night before. No, I, I don't drink, and I embarrass my son every single day mm. just by walking around. <laughs> yeah, just, just being near yeah. him, just, yeah. just being next to him. Yeah, he's like, "Come on, Dad." Do you think you are a genetic alcoholic, or is this like a learned thing? Well, it's hard to say because I mean, obviously, alcoholism runs in my family, but okay. is that just because you know we were raised by a horrible alcoholic? Mm. Do you think it's genetically? There's probably a genetic, a genetic connection. Con- there's probably a genetic dis- uh, predisposition to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's genetic connections to almost all behavior. Behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think you know. I'm yeah. You know, I don't think there's a there's a lot of real free will going right. on. Right. You know? Yeah, I'm, I've come to that more and more as I get older. I mean, I, I, I battle with it because obviously there are conscious choices that you can make, and yeah, especially when you you know really make an effort to move into a certain path of the way of the thinking and believing. But yeah. what's causing that? You yeah. know, how much yeah, of his you, life experience? Yeah, you and, can make conscious efforts to, uh, I guess. M- 
ameliorate the influences of your genes. Yes, but it's like it's like you can you can live healthy, eat healthy, and avoid risks, and and you're still going to probably die around 110 at best. At best, <laughs> if everything goes great, unless yeah. some new advanced yeah, medicine. Yeah, I think we're we're going farther than that, guys. Yeah. Come on, we yeah, very technology. well could. We very yeah. well could. I mean, I had David Sinclair from Harvard on. Uh, two weeks ago, who's a uh, life extension specialist who's yeah. talking about some fascinating shit. Yeah. You got to stop those telomeres well, from snapping uh, off. But yes. I remember <laughs> the, the, the notion, because people always talk about you know, human lifespan is we used to live to be 40 on air. But human lifespan hasn't changed at all since, since essentially uh, the beginnings of, of human beings. It hasn't changed at all. The, the oldest possible lifespan is still exactly the same as it was. You know, uh, fifty thousand years, years ago. <laughs> yeah, right. you know, it has just changed. people got. It's eaten. just more people. Fewer people are dying young. Right, right. More right. people are living close to their potential. And a lot of that is infant mortality. If you yeah. look at the actual statistics, mm. the reason why it's so low yeah. is not necessarily that no one lived to be sixty-five back no, a yeah. thousand no years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. babies died. Yeah, right. thousands of years ago, people did live to right. be over a hundred. Yeah, but back then but you'd scratch few. your foot and then die two weeks later. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh yeah. But, ma- but, but maximum human lifespan hasn't changed at all. Mm. And that's the thing that right. maybe is going to start changing. Do you exercise at all? Never. Never ever in your life? Uh, I, I mean, as a kid, I liked sports. Never uh, you like know. go for a hike or anything? Very rarely. Very rarely. You'd feel really good. I probably would. Yeah. It'll yeah. relieve a lot of tension. I just keep just a little hike. That. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything crazy. Yeah. No, I keep meaning, especially now that I'm, I think, not just getting older, but actually old. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm actually old. Dude, we were young when we met. I we know. We are old people now. I know. If a kid sees us, like, oh, those <laughs> old dudes in their 50s. Yeah. We're old dudes. Yeah. And no, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, weird. I'm really almost 60. Yeah. You know, 56, that's almost 60. It is. You know. It's closing in on it. Yeah. And uh, I'm a terrible looking 39. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Which is good though. That gives you longevity in this business. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like that's why Steve, character actor. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's why Steve Martin looks good because he never looked young. Yeah, right, gray he had hair, right? white yeah. hair from the, the jump. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could just listen to like books on tape and walk. It's great, yeah. man. You know, just find a place like go Runyon Canyon. Just go walk yeah. it. It's so nice because you can do it at your own pace, and yeah. it's so good. It elevates your heart rate without anything crazy. Yeah, you don't have to you go don't to blow a gym. Your knees out. Yeah, you don't have to do anything nuts. Yeah, no, and I mean I've started. You feel amazing. Well, I've been on the road, but uh, so I haven't been doing it on the road. But I have like started doing like some like light weight lifting and that oh, sort of great. thing. Oh, great, great. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, just hire someone. Which feels good. Make to someone come over to your house and t- tell you to do it. I think yeah. that's the way to do it. Have yes. someone else make you do yeah. it. They're there at ten a.m. You oh hi Bob. All no right, way out of it. it. Yeah, no way out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get some hot Russian lady yells at you. That sounds mm. great. Great. Yeah. There, now there's my next divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still doing stand up? I know you were doing stand up no, for a little I bit. For a while. You know what I am going to do? Though? I have to go what? pee again. No. I okay. Do. Go. I go All right. Last one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but no, I stopped. Stopped once I got Dr. Ken. Oh, okay. Oh, Stop right. peeing. No, Stop no. Why? I stopped doing stand up <laughs> once you got the television show. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. I don't he, see him enough. It's it's cool to see you two guys together. It is. You know, because that's, I don't want to say it's a lifetime ago. It but, is a lifetime ago. But those are in your tw- in 20s yeah. and 30s, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you I know? was a totally different human being when yeah. I was 27. You were? 100%. What's? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was crazy. I was uh, I was completely insane. What, what, where was the switch for you? Well, I got older and wiser and realized <laughs> how fucking stupid I was. But also, uh, I was only a few years removed from fighting. 
you know, when I first started doing uh, news radio, it was only like five years removed from my last fight. And uh-huh. I still was sparring. So I was still getting hit in the head a lot. Would you like come into work with a, with a no. face full of bruises? No, not that bad. I started doing jujitsu somewhere around news radio too, around 96. So that was like, I stopped really kickboxing very much after that. And then I think I stopped entirely when I was like 30. I just realized like, this has got to stop. I got to stop doing this. It's so you were, were you like this fit guy that just left it all behind or were you always, did you always keep it up? I work out for sanity. I, I've always worked out for sanity. I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, I need it, you know, for yeah. whatever it is. And also like my personality was sort of forged by uh, having these moments of clarity after extreme exertion. You know, that was, that mm-hmm. was sort of my personality was formed that way. Like if I had a problem, if I had something that I was dealing with, I would just blow it out at the gym and then I'd have a better look at it and probably wind up calling somebody and apologizing or something. Oh, interesting. You know? <laughs> it was like a, it was yeah. like a rush of oxygen to the brain. Yeah. Well, rush of, rush of oxygen to the brain and maybe even more important, more important than that, um, a draining of excess energy. Right. Because I think uh, you, once you, if you develop a certain way, like I did martial arts literally most of my adult life and growing life up until that point. Really? And so my my body had sort of developed with this need for that exertion in order to have clarity. Hmm. And so I just, I'm like, this is my formula. I'm sticking with it. So I never let it go. It's amazing that you did stick, that you've never gone away from that i can't that's, that's i won't good. if i i won't think right i don't think right i think way i think so much better when i exercise i mean there's no comparison it's like a pill i did this uh sober october fitness challenge thing was with my friends uh in october and uh we went crazy we were working out like three hours a day because we were wearing these heart monitors and one of the things that I read, because we were trying to like get a certain score and whoever got the highest score won, one of the things that I recognized from that was that the more I did, in terms of cardio especially, the, the less things bothered me. The really? more, more clarity I had, the more peaceful I felt, the more at ease I felt, no, more, no in, internal chatter, you know? Mm-hmm. I just think um, for whatever reason, I mean, everybody has their own biological makeup, and for me... My bi- my biological makeup is entirely just forget on all the that. health uh, yeah. benefits from it. it was the health mental, benefits are giant, but for me, it's my mind, exercise, we too. you know, a friend of mine said that too. sitting is the new smoking. Yeah, they always say that. But yeah. does that does that make do you believe that? It's not that? good for you. It's a compression of your your discs for sure, uh-huh. yeah. especially your lower back. And if you don't have good posture, it's not good. Yeah. But you can mitigate it with exercise. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to make sure that you don't only sit. You know, stretch yourself out, take a yoga class. I'm liking this. I should be writing mm-hmm. this down. Seriously. Yeah. Oh. Do you do any exercising? I'm starting uh, more. I, I found out it's hilarious. I would like have kind of a, had a golf back injury type thing. Golf's like when you swing that fucking, mm-hmm. there's a lot of It's torque. hard. It's hard on your back. So I go, I go to the doctor and uh, x-rays me and I got freaking scoliosis that I never knew. Oh, wow. All my life. Uh, oh, wow. At the bottom of my spine. What and do they do about that? Laugh at me. <laughs> By the way, I'm in there with my wife, Jackie, while, while he brings in the X, <laughs> x-rays, puts them up in the thing and goes, hey, buddy, you got scoliosis. And mm-hmm. she bursts out laughing. <laughs> now, every, every And says, that's why you walk that way. <laughs> oh, my God. 
for real. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, yeah. just, every school at some point had one, the one hot girl with scoliosis who had the headgear on, right? <laughs> like every school had that hot yeah. girl. I so we'd go, oh, she didn't have the headgear on, man. She's really hot. They had to have headgear for scoliosis? Yeah, it was like a... Like a they tried to straighten out neck and it had metal... Oh. Like metal rods that, oh, that was that God. a scoliosis Tied thing into the head yeah i thought that was a broken neck yeah that no, was a scoliosis a, that's a neck halo yeah, i know a girl yeah. had a yeah. whole chest thing yeah she has like a big plastic yeah. thing that she had to wear to keep her like spine straight she had to wear it for like two years or something yeah. did it work uh sure i guess i don't i mean she had you didn't stay in touch no <laughs> what do they do with it Lost now interest, she, you know. uh, I, it's still the same thing he, i had a meeting with the uh, the specialist yeah and he's like well I like operating on people. That's the first thing he says. I like, I like That's it. what I do. Ah, that's why I got into this. And I'm like, I like uh, cutting them when they're asleep. He yeah. says, but you know, you could do s- some exercises and some, uh, you know, physical therapy and stuff to alleviate it. Yeah. And if it gets so bad down the road, I could maybe yeah. help you out with some rods. So in there. <laughs> you went in there because there was an initial issue. I had I had like issues when I was young when I used to do like track and field and stuff I would get like a pain in an area mm-hmm. and then it kind of went away most of my life then I started golfing and then I golfed more and more and then one day I didn't warm up and uh. I did a, I did a twist and it just freaking yeah mm-hmm. and it was in a certain <laughs> spot and I went and it was like you've always had this condition. But, oh, look uh, at this. There's a picture of Paul. Hey, there you go. I know. Whoa. I look terrible in that photo. <laughs> that's a strange look. That's, wow. That's hilarious. That's that's like, what's that's, going on with this dick? That's like an earth. That's like dick's a, getting constricted. That's, like, that's, that's something they'd wear on <laughs> in the Under group. the pants, maybe. Yeah. It's that's something like, just the costume from TLC. <laughs> it's something Bowie would have worn. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's hilarious. You know, in his androgynous phase. Yeah. Yeah. They but, said I just got to suck it up and exercise and get a strong core. And I should be fine. Take yoga. That's I, I got to do that. I okay. love it. That's what I keep hearing for old people. They've you been do telling yoga me. all the time. Yeah. Did you just start Are it you... as an old person? No, I did, did it when I was younger, and then I didn't do it seriously until about three, four years ago. Then I do it. Uh, now yeah. I do it because you always did martial everywhere. arts. Yeah, yeah. And I always say like yoga was for people that just were too lazy for martial arts. No, yoga's <laughs> yoga does some things that really enhance martial arts. In yeah. fact, are you a it, hot yoga guy? Yeah, I like that stuff. Yeah, Shit. I like it. That like, seems like torture to me. It is a little bit of torture, but it's really good for you because your body produces heat shock proteins that are similar to when you go into a sauna. So, you feel so, great when you come out of there? You feel great, but it's also really good for inflammation. Just the That's act like, of yeah. doing it in se- itself in the extreme heat. Like sauna would be amazing for you too for that reason. Yeah. And heat shock. There's a woman named Dr. Rhonda Patrick that's a regular on the show. I have her on all the time, and she's genius. But yeah. she's a huge believer in sauna. And they did a study in, what was it, like Sweden or some shit, where um, they took people with uh, regular sauna use versus not, and the regular sauna use had a 40% decrease in all-cause mortality, heart attack, stroke, cancer. Yeah. What? Yes, because you're, when you're regularly using it, 20 minutes a day for four days a week, with they were sa- essentially saying is that your body producing those heat shock proteins and those cytokines. Twenty minutes of yoga. Yeah. No. 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 Of heat. 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 Sauna. Just right. sauna. Heat. Just, just sitting. Sauna heat. Sitting in a sauna. Going in a sauna. Oh. I got a sauna out here. Sit in the sauna. Twenty minutes. Yeah. That just doing that is because uh, fa- almost all ailments and issues deal with inflammation. Right. Yeah. Well, I that's I I have two pinched nerves right now, and like herniated discs, mm. and. Uh, and they were like, I was like, like on the couch for like two months. Couldn't is that move. from your injury? 
Uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't think it was. I don't know what it was from, but it was. I, it Sitting. may have been. It may have been, but it was. Uh, like one day, it just started. My arm. My arm started hurting. You're pin. You're ta- yeah. pointing towards your neck. Yeah, it's like somewhere in here yeah. the herniated discs are. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a sciatica type thing. Yeah. No, no, and sciatica you, is your leg, lower right? back. Yeah. yeah, that's your mm. lower back. But the, uh, yeah, but was, like for your arm two, hurts. Two months, my Elbow. arm, my arm, my entire right? arm felt like it was going to explode. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was this pressure building up in it, and it, it was literally like like it was going to explode, and and I was getting like uh, what do they call uh, the kind of the shots you get when you're Cortisone. epidural, having yeah, epidural. I was getting oh, epidural, epidural shots that were doing nothing. I was taking sixteen Advil a day. Jesus, Jesus, that's bad. that's terrible. Did your stomach yeah. take that. Yeah, and I was getting no pain relief at wow. all from it. And then I started using CBD. Ah, and like that, it was gone. Amazing. Like and even now, it's like you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do any for two solid months. I couldn't get off the couch. CBD is incredible. Yeah, I use that stuff so much. I got the I got the rubbing stuff. That's put great on it, too, and it, and it makes it better for about two days. My friend Hans, mm-hmm. though, uh, he told me uh, he has a short, he had recent shoulder surgery, and he said everybody likes to use the rub stuff, but you really should take it with the edible stuff, like oral oh, yeah. oral CBD yeah. and r- rub stuff works together. Like the smoking I, cream? Yeah, I started. Yeah. I had the the cream. No, just I just had the, pop a pill. Yeah, I had the cream pills. that I rubbed, and then I started using the tincture with it. Mm-hmm. We have some here if you want some. Yeah, see I that do. case in the back. That that case is given to us by uh, um, Speedweed. Yeah, that big. Oh, Cool. Chest, chest well, that's of, a lot. of marijuana. That's a lot, now, of, that's a yeah. lot of weed. It's crazy. And here's the thing: when I started taking the tincture along with the the, the cream, mm-hmm. yeah, it's perfect. My arthritis went away too. Yeah, yeah. Like I had like arthritis. Like you I can see this finger stuff mm-hmm. bent. Yeah, but I could I couldn't bend my hand. Wow. Yeah. And it's like that's gone. My Inflammation. Died. Yeah, the knee. My arthritis in my knee is completely gone. Mm-hmm. It'll go away even further if you cut out mm-hmm. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I did cut that. Cut out sugar and bread. I, I did that and I felt fantastic. Once yeah. the sugar was gone. Crazy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We yeah. poison ourselves our whole lives. That's a that yeah. is a poison. Yeah. Sugar, yeah. absolutely. So That's the one thing. When I quit delicious. drinking, I wanted more sugar. Oh that yeah, was one effect because yeah. I I've never had a sweet tooth really, but once when I quit drinking, I suddenly was craving the mm. chocolate. Of course, yeah. yeah, makes sense. I should go back to zero sugar. I went zero sugar for a while and it felt amazing. Now I'm just like little tiny bits here and there. Mm-hmm. Do you do zero? I do. I had dessert Saturday night. I had a big old cake with ice cream on it after <laughs> dinner. We had so, a, so no sugar. I went on a date with the wife at Mastro's. We had this, uh, this fat steak, and then I got this mm. butter cake with sounds ice awesome. cream. And, oh, it was delicious. That sounds great. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> oh, so good. That sounds so amazing. Good. That How sounds, do you say no to that? That sounds amazing. And occasionally you got to say fuck it. That's, That's what, what I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I just, uh, for the most part, I'm on like an 80-20 diet. 80% of it is super healthy and then the 20 percent is occasionally mm-hmm. that's cool. off. yeah yeah i was seeing that that uh two two and five fasting mm, yeah where you two days a week you do like 600 calories yeah and mm. then the rest of the week you can do whatever you want i'm on the seven and zero yeah diet. <laughs> <laughs> seven pig out yeah. <laughs> i i do um uh intermittent fasting so yeah. every night if i you know have dinner at 7 p.m you know, I don't eat anything for 16 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I do once a year at Passover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yom <Kippur>, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but it was weird. Yeah. I found, my, like, my cholesterol just dropped through the floor and it, yeah. when I when I did that, but I haven't been doing it lately. Yeah. Well, boys, we just did three hours. Oh, my God. Did we Can we really? do this more often? This I'd was love really to. Fun. This was our, only our second podcast ever, <laughs> believe it or true. not. It's crazy. And, yeah, and I'm in much better shape this time. Yeah, you're, you're great, <laughs> man. Everything's wonderful. Yeah. Um, tell people the name of your podcast again. It's, uh, it reads as Don't Say with uh, Paul and Dave. 
Yes. But once you get there, be warned, it's, it's don't say cunt. It's don't say cunt with, with Paul, Paul and Dave. Dave. <laughs> but we can't put that in print. Yeah. Um, give away your Instagram handle. I'm your Paul handle? Greenberg1. That's yeah. E-R-G. And Greenberg. I'm just Dave Foley on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm David, David, Dave S. Foley on, on Twitter, mm-hmm. I think. And our show is uh, Don't yeah. Say with, with Paul, Paul, and Dave. Paul and Dave. And Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? And... And, oh. and and if you've got this wrong, and Dave. you can oh, just and do you can just do some sort of web search yeah. on your yes. own and maybe not have everything spoon fed to you. Right? Yes. Yeah. Why don't Get you your do shit some, together. Do Fox. some work for once. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Thank you guys. It was fun. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks for time. having us. That was great. Thank you. Yay. That was great. That was really fun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>